0: Hi,
1: I'm Josh. Hi, I'm Mikey. This is a podcast about racing. Sometimes we talk about racing.
0: And sometimes we
1: don't. This is the crossover. So I don't know what your prom night was like, but the closer the better.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: I skipped prom for racing. Yeah. What's that?
3: I, I didn't
2: I didn't go to prom either because of racing. Oh wow. <laughs>
3: Uh, I didn't have a date either, but that's probably also because of race. <laughs>
1: so here we are. That's,
0: that's the best way to start the show. Welcome dude, to the crossover. Dude, I'm so stoked. Brought to you by uh, Jim's, Outlaws Jim's Outlaws and Moondrops And, Distillery. and Moon Drops Distillery, Fortville. Dude, Dan, cheers.
1: Welcome, Thanks welcome, guys. Um, we we also have. Um, are you guys not? Are you guys drinking? Mm-mm, okay, yeah. so uh, what Michael poured was the bourbon. I don't drink myself. This so is I get it. the
0: this is the barrel strength. Yes. So this is right out of the barrel. They don't reduce it down at all. It's, so it's a little hot
4: yeah
1: um
0: it's hot yeah yeah. It's yeah delicious though
1: so we are it's sunday the day after the, the day hour. after and listen yeah.
0: thank you guys so much seriously yeah. i i i know it's a, it was a struggle to get here i know that you guys would rather be, be at home up. yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> i know you'd be you'd rather be at home sleeping i get and that we
1: we appreciate you guys coming out um, and being a part of what we do here and we get too deep
0: on this, yeah
1: I did. Yeah. The, the pink windscreen, I did. The pink is, we can the pink change is the best. it
0: if you want me to. Yeah. yeah. No, the yeah. pink is there the best. There was literally discussion about that.
2: Oh, yeah. <sighs> good rib. So, so
1: I've, I've heard several people tell me that last night's three hour was the weirdest three hour they've ever been to. I don't understand why they said that. I didn't ask them for clarification. Uh, so as professionals who've worked in this field for a while, um, was last night the weirdest three hour you guys have ever dealt with? Mm,
3: it's hard to tell much difference.
2: Yeah, it seemed like any other three-hour. Just like
3: the, the main thing that seemed different to me was the the fast-paced yellows and the pace car taking off at real high speed. I'm,
1: I'm not, guessing that was weather related.
3: I don't know, maybe, but I also think that there was a lot of cars that stayed out there. You didn't see the field thin out like normal. Yeah,
2: like last year, last year I feel like there was a lot of cars at the end of the race. Last year, yeah, I <laughs> think there was. Year. This year, there
1: was like 23. I think by the time you guys finished.
2: Yeah, and then they they didn't the officials they do a good job of keeping everybody in line and make sure no one's going to cut in front of people and, right. and gain spots on the yellow when they're not supposed to.
1: You know, it, it's it, it's hard to determine. I I had to use my race monitor app. Yep. Cause so did I. At some point, so like you and you and Mark, it was it was towards the end, and you and Mark were you you did what Ben does best, snuck up through the field, and like you get you get
2: <laughs> right to Mark. You said you dug Greg them. And I'm like and I'm, <laughs>
1: like, and I'm like, okay, so. Ben's going to pass him, and then Michael's like, no, Ben is X amount of laughs behind. Okay, fine, um, but but the one thing that... Where the fuck was I going with this? I don't know.
0: Fuck, Josh. Hold on. So, hey, mm-hmm. can we real quick mention, because we have not yet, we have, we're in an actual studio. Yes. This is the whole point of us building the studio so we could have guests in. Yes. We have Ben Tunney with us. Yes. Number two from last night, second place. Mm-hmm. We have Matt Smith, mm-hmm. who not only took third... But God damn, welcome back to the track. Dude. It was, that was a long journey. I know we've, we, we talked about this on the show before, but um, to have number two and number three sitting here, um, I don't want to, I, I guess we can say it now because it's already aired by the time I say this. Yeah. We're having Mark on tonight. Yeah. He wasn't able to make it because he's got the girls and his wife is working, so mm-hmm. he's going to call in. Dude. Um, I want to start at the start. What do you guys do to prepare for three hours?
2: As far as the car goes,
0: car well and personal. Uh,
2: for me, what I've done uh, from outside of working with Ben, for myself, I'd, like at least the week before I start really drinking water only or Pedialyte or something. That's all I drink. Right. Uh, I try to stay away from. I I don't drink pop anyways. But right. as far as beer or anything else like that, I don't do anything like that. Drink leading up to the deal. Uh, that's what I do. And then I try to eat better. Like so, throughout the week of three hour, I try to eat a lot of pasta. Or you know, stuff with carbs to help yep. you know, help that stored energy. Uh, as far as the car goes, <clears throat> uh, this what I've learned over the years, you know, just maintenance is you know, clean everything, get everything going, uh, grease, lubricate everything, just double check all your everything, make sure everything looks good, nothing's bent, yeah. uh, so something you ain't overlooking. Uh, and that, and get that car mechanically as best as you can.
3: Yeah. What about you, Ben? Uh about the same thing Matt does. Matt used to help me do all that on my car for years. So His routine was our routine for the longest time, and you start out the last race, you leave speed room, uh, usually unload it, and most times you'll take all the body off and drain the radiator out. Uh, Typically, the radiator's full of, like, rubber and... uh, Oil dry, stuff like that. You'll bang it out, clean all that junk out of it. Yeah. So it just keeps your car good and cool for the three hour And you'll sometimes wash your car or just clean it real well, put new bumpers on and paint. And then you go through all the mechanical stuff and grease everything. And then uh, start on after you're done with mechanical stuff, you get your body fresh and decals. And some people don't do that. Uh, sometimes I don't do that. It just depends on how rough it is going into that mm-hmm. race. But personally, yeah, I should be doing more than what I'm doing. I don't do anything different. I just go through my normal routine. And then maybe the day of the race, instead of uh, when I get up, I'll start drinking these electrolytes and Mm -hmm. just drink a lot of those and really hydrate. And then then in the race, I just keep drinking the same thing. But... uh, I should probably be going to the gym and eating healthy <laughs> oh and all that stuff. That gym
2: stuff yeah, Most that. people
3: go Friday night, the day before the race. They get all prepared, but then they go get hammered the night before. <laughs> that, yeah. that
2: seems a little counterproductive. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. and we've
0: talked to a couple of drivers that <laughs> yeah. did that. Yes. Ronnie
2: Basham, you had to carry him out I of the Friday night. <laughs> I wasn't going to say Ronnie's name. I throw that under the bus. I don't yeah, care.
0: I wasn't going to say Ronnie's name, but yeah. They were we were actually and unfortunately because of family stuff so we were supposed to meet up with those guys at the hotel the night before and we just couldn't there was just, there was just too much going you should on. Should
2: have he would have saved his life. Really? Yeah. Yeah. He was he was hurting. He was smoked on Friday night. <laughs> I don't even think he got out of bed till a three o'clock Saturday or something like that. <sighs> Holy shit! He was rough shape. Oh
0: my god! Dude, was, I, mean... I thought it was hilarious.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't wait to I couldn't wait to make fun of him.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh. So. um I, I want to get to the the a question about the pit strategy in a minute. However, so the the one question that I had and it was actually Ben, you'll know, you'll both know, and I'm going to ask Mark too. But all the thoughts are starting to run together. So um, after the second round of qualifying, is Mark required to go out there for a second run? Because at that point, he there was no reason for him to go out there, right?
3: No, this, he could improve his time in hopes that someone else couldn't beat him. If Got they it. did, it would be harder. Got so, Okay. No, he don't have to, but for his own pride and, you know, he <laughs> just wants to do better. Like, oh, I can beat my own time. It's just right. fun. But he also didn't know that me or anyone else could have improved our time and knocked him off, and he would have been sitting there with no second attempt if he didn't go. Okay. But this All time right. he didn't improve it yeah. like he normally would.
0: Yeah. Okay. So um in the race we've already talked about there was uh the the one thing that I thought was a lot of fun. Um first of all it's a lot as a fan it's a lot to take in and I know you guys got a lot going on in the car. However, you it's you you're looking at what's right in front of you. From the fans' perspective, it's wild. And Matt just brought something up. i first of all, I've never seen the pace truck move that fast. I didn't you know, didn't know it could. Second of all, one of the most exciting parts about those restarts is you've got those guys about car twenty and behind. I gotta get the fuck out of the way because here here they come. Um, have you ever been in that position and you have to does that line get long enough to where you have to hold up? on that restart lap and actually be part of lap traffic almost immediately.
3: Yeah. Uh, on bad days, I have been. where you're do- When you're out there just trying to make laps or finish and you know it's not going to be a good day, so you're not looking to destroy your car or yeah. someone else's, so you might. But not in most cases. You're like, I ain't going to be that guy. I'm going. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you don't try to. But like I said, every circumstance is different in what situation you're in.
0: Yeah. And it seemed like there were a lot of the and I'm not going to call anyone out in particular, but a lot of the the, the guys that clearly aren't going to win They're your lap traffic and you've got the leaders coming through some of the newer guys, are the guys I guess you don't see very often that just couldn't get the message. Hey, get the hell out of the way. Yeah, they all just got the I paid
3: my money to be here just like you. So yeah, you know, no, there's not a whole
2: lot of respect sometimes. Yeah, and that's you know some sometimes that's an issue, especially when you have the leaders who are going and these guys, going, for really no reason to be shooting it like right. some people do, and that's what causes crashes and that's why the leaders get taken out because, you know they gotta go they're in the lead. <laughs> A and, lot of
3: guys act like that. And I feel like are just chippy and jealous that they don't have the car that they think they should have to keep up, so they just kind of race you hard and yeah, just like out of spite, like because mm-hmm. they're mad that they can't be running where you're running whether they think you know i'm just as good as you i just got a junky car so i'm going to show you and race your butt off yeah. just for no you reason. They feel
2: good that they can race with the leader for a yeah, two or like, three look laps. at me,
3: I, I run with him. He ain't nothing, you know. Yeah. But for nothing they you know, fifty down. But they yeah. don't care. They can get <laughs> but out But hopefully get a team. picture side by side with Ben yeah, Tony. <laughs> they can get out of the car and come up like I, I was running with you for a minute, wasn't I? So oh, yeah he was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they get out drinking beer, like, did you see me? He couldn't pass me. He said, this right. <laughs> like, you showed me. That's yeah. right. <laughs> you showed me yeah. <laughs> But that's why I feel like they really think yeah. like it in is. the back of their mind, they don't come out and say it. I really think that there's some kind of like edge or chip on their shoulder yeah. towards the other guys or the tier competition of mm-hmm. the, the mm-hmm. top ten and twenty. It makes no sense 20. why they rather like that. Yeah, so, they, so, do you think some of it? So, you
0: guys get and you're pretty humble guys. You're just family guys. Uh, you're you're big fish in a small pond. Do you think some of it is? Hey, man, I get a chance to run to ride to, to 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 race Ben Tunney side by side, or I get a chance to race Mark. Uh, uh, sorry, Matt side mm-hmm. by side.
2: Well, I don't know if yeah i don't i don't look at myself having a name like these guys do. Uh, i I still i tell i was telling people last night i don't feel like i belong on the racetrack Uh, i feel like i belong behind the fence working on them more so than driving them right uh i've got i've been real lucky and had a lot of stuff fall my way um so it works out you know and when i first started racing you know i know these guys are my friends they've been my friend for a long time so but still being able to race with them door to door it's pretty damn cool uh one of the one of the coolest things I've I got to do I grew up I grew up a Jack Dolsi fan and I got to race with him in the one the, his last three hour and being able to race with him be on the same track with him I was almost starstruck you know because I, I remember watching him on the track and I'd overshoot the corner just watching that dude <clears throat> but yeah just being able for me on my my side to be able to on the track with you know I was like a you know any of the tunnies Eddie Van Meter you know, Doug Gregg these guys who were... Stables in our in our Mm -hmm, sport mm -hmm. Uh, they got names they're they're legends you know yeah uh this kid here i call him a kid he's 36 (laughs) years old he's been doing it he's been doing it for 20 years you know he's doing it forever and and he's probably the best one to ever do it uh same with mark you know you can't you can't take anything away from those guys and so when you're running with them or you you're running you know in, in in stride with them uh makes it makes me feel good makes me feel cool and uh, I'm sure some of these younger guys, these newer guys coming in, and they've watched same thing. They've watched racing watched stuff, and watched figure eight stuff. They coming in and they run door to door with them, or even be on the same track with them. And they probably they probably feel the same way as right. They do.
0: Right. One of the names that you mentioned, uh, it was Doug Gregg. And, you know, I I love what they did, what the speed drum did for him this season. Um, just in, in preparation for talking to you guys I went and what I looked at the total laps and stuff like that. And I'm sure you guys know this off the top of your head. But another 400
2: you, laps last night. 400. Yeah, laps, that's right. They, dude, he's no got. One's yeah. Touch his yeah. Brain I mean, yeah. it's
0: going to be a long Until, time. You know, it's going to be a long time. He's, for he's got he's got he's got he's got over 11,000 laps in. Yeah. And I think the next one behind him yeah, is in the seven. Yeah. In the seventh wow. and and obviously, obviously Jack's not going to catch him. But I mean, I think you know, you both you guys are young enough. You I, think, I mean, you I think got a decent Ben's chance. the
2: closest active driver. Yeah, I think he's but um, uh, three or five thousand or something like that.
0: And 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 to still go out there and be, you know, competitive. I mean, he was. I I I think he was near that. I don't. I'm not going to lie. I don't remember where he was last night. But um. And then you mentioned Eddie. Does anyone know what happened with Eddie's car last night? Yeah, I do. No. <laughs> so now you don't want to talk about it or I,
2: I don't care to talk about it. All right. Uh he he was running behind me. He got through his pit stop. He got behind me and um uh I guess I wasn't going fast enough for him. He you know, he was trying to he was trying to go, he was on the gas and uh he, he got into me and knocked his wheel off. Uh uh-huh. I I didn't do anything I thought uh to him. I th- I think he was just trying to go and he's was, was just trying to knock me out of the way to go and I don't yeah. blame him. Fuck he had a fast car and I was holding yeah, him up he so did. He, uh, I, I hate it for him because he, he was bad fast and he would have been a good show to have, you know, him and Mark to put mm-hmm. on till the end. Yeah, and so um, then
1: are you are you guys cool? Like I don't so as someone who watches racing and watches interactions happen on the track, at what level do you realize okay, this is racing. It wasn't personal, even though it feels personal. I know it's not. What is what is the when it comes to especially with how fucking expensive these cars are what's what's the line for you like how do you know it's personal i mean obviously there's going to be obvious things but like how do you know it's personal versus versus it's it's race related
2: uh for me i I feel like i feel like a lot of it's not none none of it's real malicious i think a lot of it's accident sure You, you might get heated up sometimes um and then sometimes you feel like it is personal and uh it depends on like you know and something happened the week before, they're not happy, and then the whole social media stuff gets fired up, and that happens. <laughs> and, you know, then people just get to talking and running mouths. and then that's when it kind of feels like, well, that guy did this, and it kind of felt like it was intentional. He didn't care about this. Right. Or, or if you're trying to pass him, you know, and he's just running you really, really hard, and like, why are you doing that for? Why are you running me?
1: What's going on, yeah. Yeah, yeah. As a driver
3: in the seat, you kind of got the uh, – from experience or you know when a guy just – a car will lose a little grip and slide and touch a little here and there or if the field checks up and you mm-hmm. bump or incidents happen here and there where well, you know that it's just oh, he couldn't help that or he couldn't help that. Yeah. Then you know there's other times where a guy's just being just a little too aggressive or right. or just being kind of rough, and you can tell the difference in the car, but it's hard to put it into words how you know. It's just every situation you can feel and tell. Yeah. Okay. It's hard to say though. Yeah. You can just tell when someone drives in
5: there. Yeah.
3: So you kinda know like, oh, this guy's my buddy, he wouldn't do that on purpose. Right. He must have just messed up a little bit. Right. So this yeah, guy yeah. he don't like me, I guarantee you that was right. on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or well, he might just be not necessarily trying to be rough or malicious yeah. but he just isn't being very cautious not to be <laughs> or maybe he
0: he thought Care he more. saw a gap that wasn't actually there to you know take an opportunity yeah. to accidentally get
2: underneath
3: every somebody. situation's yeah. different yeah
2: i know uh, like when i first came back you know i was pretty rusty and i feel bad for steve durham because i feel like every time i was around him i, I got into him yeah and I, it wasn't i wasn't doing it on purpose and i just i just screwed up and i told him i I, after like the fourth or fifth time, I'm like, man, I'm tired of coming down and saying sorry. I'm didn't mean it. i sorry. I didn't, I didn't mean it, man. I swear to you. I'm just trying to get my feet under me. He's like, I understand. I get it. I get it. I'm glad yeah. that he was cool, man. Cause that,
1: I know that everybody, like you said, everybody treats it differently. So I would, I don't know. I just.
0: So how, how did the tire thing affect? I mean, it had to change the way you drive. Were you, were you conserving tires
3: early? The race, why is it? didn't affect it as much as you'd think, but it affected the whole weekend. So we always have mainly eight tires set for a race, a start and a finish set. Now, when we had no limit on tires, some guys will have an extra set just sitting there that maybe they used only for qualifying, something like that. Mm -hmm. They would just let them sit there. And if there was a red flag from a bad crash with, like say, 15, 20 minutes to go or whatever the time may be towards the end, they may come in if they know they won't lose any track position or laps yeah. and put that fresh set on. Well, this year you didn't have to worry about that because you didn't have <laughs> yeah. it. You didn't have that yeah. set. But the biggest thing was you didn't have anything to practice on. So the whole weekend everyone was on different levels of practice tires. It all just depended what they had in their inventory from oh, wow. all year. Right. Some guys may have, like, ran a race where they got – a few good tires from that race, but say they crashed right at the beginning and they didn't finish, so they had little laps on them. So going into that weekend, they had tires with that were virtually close to new, whereas other guys ran, you know, 75 lappers back-to-back and may not have ran in a month, and they've been sitting there and they were just going through, through their skimps and, you know. They had, a lot of people, like, were giving away tires not expecting this. So there's everyone. Yeah, I have a bunch.
2: Yeah. I cut, I cut a bunch up. Of- like the week before they announced that we'd only want to get so many tires, not like oh, oh, crap. I just f- cut a bunch of tires it, up and throw them away. A lot of the
3: out of town guys will ask you, "Hey, do you got any extra tires?" And right. You would think, well, there's no shortage this time, as there wasn't much worry about it. Because the speed
1: room is is Hoosier strictly. Yeah. yeah. Okay.
3: And there wasn't much speak of it being a problem really before we got into the race. We were led to believe there won't be no problem with tires pretty much. Right. And that's why we were doing the two-tire rule thing all mm-hmm. year.
2: It was, like the day before, it was like Thursday.
3: And yep. then it was like the, that week It was the morning the three, of qualifiers, I thought it was, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, but the talks we, of it being yeah. a possibility didn't occur to early this past week. Right. Whereas, hey, we're supposed to have a truck come on Friday or Thursday. If it doesn't come, you're only going to get eight tires. But if it does come, you'll get, you know, 12. So we're like, okay, and they're like, we're pretty sure it's coming, so I wouldn't worry about it, but just in case. And before that week even happened, it was almost a guarantee we were getting 12. So then all of a sudden, that found out that they weren't coming. Everyone was pretty irritated, but they were already committed and working on their cars and on their way, and sponsors committed. So they all just... You know, dealt with it and went. But I heard a whole lot of people complaining, like I, I don't even know what my car is doing. I'm on junk tires. I don't know if I'm any good, or if my tires are just bad, or if, if I just suck. I, I just, it was different. Used to you'd have. That's got to be
1: a, a mind fuck for you if you yeah. if you can't tell what's wrong.
3: Yeah, because you don't know if you need to keep working on your car or if you're just chasing oh, old junk shit. tires. So a lot of guys when you go into three hour weekend, you would have your four best used ones. Like I said, in your inventory, you would go out and run a few laps and just get your car comfortable and decent. And then on that Thursday, then Friday you get there, you might go out again on them just a little to see if the track changed. And then you'd say, I'm going to put my four new ones on and practice on them the rest of the weekend and use it around that same time. Everyone has done the same thing or is starting to do the same thing. And you kind of get a level of where you're at in the field. And you know what you need to start doing. And this year, you couldn't do that. You just had to kind of go off of your gut and your feel in the car and like, oh, I feel like it's driving pretty good. I know it's not super fast on times, but it's pretty good. And then, and then you put new ones on to qualify, and the whole car is way different. Then you're trying to think, well, should I adjust for that in a race? Or is it going to turn into what my car felt like on these old tires after 100 laps? I don't know. Yeah. So it's all a guessing game. Wow.
0: So then did you, you did you run the same tires the whole way? Well, so let's talk about what happened at the 50-minute mark. Because me and Dan weren't, well, we had been drinking, so we couldn't pay the best of attention. <laughs> and, uh, and we kept saying, the fuck did Ben pit for? Like the only, he had to have been out of gas. but 50-minute? Yeah, at the 50-minute, with 50 to go. Tire. Flat tire, okay. Yeah,
3: I just I already had pitted. Okay. So we put fuel and tires on him, I mm-hmm. come out. I was up there by mark towards on a restart, yep. and when the restart started... Still going, on the
0: lead lap, right?
3: I think so. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, I could tell the car wasn't turning very well, and I started wondering what was going on. And then after a little bit, it was getting worse and worse. I was oh, I think I got a flat going on, which I was surprised that if it was starting to go low, that that yellow that we were just on, that the crew didn't mention that I had a tire going down. I could have come in right there, yeah. but maybe it wasn't low enough where they could see it visually yet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I just kept going and as I realized it was a problem, I was hoping for maybe another caution to come out from something else and I could pit, but it never did and yeah. it came all the way off the rim or off the bead on the rim. So, I was dr- literally driving on the wheel around the track oh and they pitted God. and then they did a good job of changing and trying to get back out there, but you know, you're trying to come back on the on the track with all those cars and you're all out of sync and you yeah. got a cold, old <laughs> tire on the front with three other hot ones that drives weird and you're all out of sorts and stuff. you got to try to blend back in. And, and I at mean, that you're point- three
1: quarters of the way or t- two, two uh, thirds of the way done with the race at that point. Yeah. Your mind has got to be screwed
3: yeah and you're you're already wore out and exhausted And at that point when that happens, you're like well i'm done you know i ain't gonna win i've, I've lost however many laps like right. you don't even know how many you're thinking well anywhere from two to seven i don't know where i'm at you don't know who's where on the tracks you oh, don't know God. who to break for who not to or who to try to yeah. pass and man, who it's not.
2: bad because when you get to that point when you're when your number's not on the board and you don't really know where you're at you're just racing everybody you don't know i'm racing this guy's 20 laps down or i'm racing this guy's running fourth or fifth right and he's got a shot at the win and it sucks.
0: Yeah, and, and especially if it's someone that you know and respect, like, yeah. hey, I'll get the hell out of the way if I know I need to, yeah. but otherwise, yeah, just keep running. Yeah. So you come back, you don't know what place you're in at all. Mm. So there's, so that's interesting. You guys know Wes Stegman runs Factory yeah. Front mm-hmm. Wheel Drive. So one of the things that he mentioned that, w- that the speed drum would benefit from, and, 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 I, and I agree, and this isn't a knock against Kevin, because I know everyone interprets everything we say as a knock against the track. Of we course. Respect the shit out of what Kevin's doing wait oh my god let's not get that started yeah no we're fine um yeah we have 50 regular listeners and a quarter of them hated us for like two weeks it was and awesome it was yeah it's bitching anyway um having receivers in the car so that you guys can like obviously not two-way communication but if nothing else like you can have someone in your ear telling you race order and stuff like that Do you think i guess this is a dumb question would you would you guys benefit from that
3: Maybe I, they've made us run them one year. Like yeah. It was probably like 2008, and I didn't like it because it's like, so imagine racing a car for all these years, and you're used to the sound of what you hear in the right, car. Okay. And then you drive like this with your ears plugged. That's what it sounds oh, like. You can't hear nothing. So now the uh, whole car sounds weird. And say you shit. run all year like that with no earplugs in. And then also one race, the biggest one of the year, you got to race with your ears plugged. So it's like running.
1: You can't hear for anything.
3: You can hear, but it's not the same. There's loudness and the tones are different. But half right. of driving is the, the sound and the feel of everything.
2: Guy that's. You might not see them, but you can hear someone on the wire side. You, hey. know hey, you know someone's coming. You know someone's there. You just don't know where they're at, but you hear someone there. so you're It helps more, your awareness yeah. a so lot. It okay. keeps wow. you from wanting to chop down in the corner. So right. Everyone okay. says
3: the race ears would be great, but the one year I ran them, they gave us all the stuff to put them in, and the wire come out of the earbud was poking me in the ear, and the, right. one of them. Uh, that wouldn't stay in as I put my helmet on. It came out of my ear hole was just jammed there and I could just hear somebody just oh, no. okay. talking and I'm like, I don't even know what he's saying. And then they're all yelling at you. And I'm like, I'm like, I got it in. I can't. <laughs> so then, okay. So then it just becomes more crap. But then I just imagine if none of that happened, just say that the, the sound wasn't a problem and that you could hear them good. Imagine how long it would take to go through that whole field telling each car, you know, 27, 74, 42, yeah, 38. Yeah. Yeah, just, that's a good point. Oh, it'd be forever. And then after saying it, watching them not do what you say, having to keep doing it, keep saying it, like, I don't know if it'd even be that much faster. And then you'd have all that technology to worry about having issues that I know that I've heard a lot of drivers say that they recommend them and like them and all that. And maybe it will.
2: A lot of over guys, guys are like, oh, you yeah. love race, receivers, receivers, uh, the legends. And they stuff. don't really. I don't know if it worked too much on, a, on a, with the figure eight guys, especially with three hour because it's rolling and we don't ever stop. There's
1: a lot of yeah, shit that point. happens during yeah. the three hour. There's a lot of... I saw this last night and this was the point that I was trying to make before. I didn't know who was where. I had to look at my phone yep. to tell me who was in first sure. place and how far behind or how close they were because as you got closer to Mark, people started cheering. They're yeah, like, yeah, he's going to pass him. But I knew I was
3: three laps down. So And, and, yeah. and, and
1: my brain was like, my my, my stupid brain... Was like, why do these people think that he's whatever? I just, I sent
0: the text to the group, not paying attention, saying, "Here comes Ben." Right. And Dan looks at me and is like, "Ben's four laps down." I'm like, "Oh, it yeah. kind of makes sense now." Yeah, and <laughs> and
1: it's it's really interesting to watch you work on. And we've said this a million times. It's interesting to watch you work on the track.
0: Yeah, because it's a lot you of fun. start
1: way back, and then like you know, let us let, take a fifty lap, seventy five lap. Yeah. You start way back, yeah. and then like lap A oh, uh, fifty lap or th- lap thirty five slowly moving the, the 60 minute
0: the 60 minute was one of the funnest races oh, i've yeah, ever seen yeah. and what i love about the way you race and we've talked about this a million times so if, if you've heard us talk about it i'm really sorry yeah it is from a driver's perspective it has to be frustrating as hell the way you do it because you will let one two three sometimes one two three and four eat each other alive
3: yeah and just wait yeah you hate to because you're always worried if, if nothing does go wrong right, right you're stuck in that spot but. right um, but, but I, I think at this
0: point in your career, like it's point. worked often enough. What, so what was the phrase that I used? Dan? You Oh, he's, re- no,
1: I got this. He's got autistic level patients. Yeah,
0: and, then I'm not, and by that I'm not saying you, I, I, I'm not calling you autistic, right. but it's got to be difficult in that situation yeah, to yeah. not. Well, so hold <laughs> yeah. on a second. Hold on a second. We all know, love, and respect Eddie Van Meter.
2: Yep.
0: Every now and then Eddie Van Meter gets impatient. Because he's a, he can be a super aggressive driver. I'll
3: say this.
2: And like,
0: it'll
3: lead to mistakes. About 90% of the whole field is way more impatient than guys like me and Mark and Jesse. <laughs> right, 90%, yeah. 90%. Like, you could take uh, Shackle for a van meter, Chad Sizemore, a Tommy St. John, all of them. Put them in a bucket. They're all going to be 10 times more aggressive than yeah. we will. Yeah. And probably... of the time, that's going to pay out in their end to being good because they didn't waste so much time being nice. But the other 50%, percent they either going to make an enemy, end up crashed or on a hook or spun out or anything else, and I'm on the other 50, I guess. I don't know.
1: So do you think that comes from the years of experience that you have? Or, um, and this might be a little weird, but or is it maybe even um, how you were raised versus racing versus uh, the years of experience? Versus maybe even genetics. I
3: think it's a little bit, yeah, like you're saying, I think it's a little bit of everything compiled into one. I think there's a little bit of each driver races with somewhat their own true personality. Mm -hmm. or in their, their inner heart, I Mm -hmm. guess shows. So, you know, there's a lot of people that have a lot of good in their heart and a lot of people that have that blackness. And I think when true, when true emotions show, you can see who's got the black in their heart. Oh, who's got I, the can't, good. I can't wait to see and, the results uh, from this.
1: Man, there, there, <laughs> oh, but, are, there are a couple of drivers that um, I have spoke with somebody else about. I'm not going to name names. Um, who And this person says that these drivers are uh, once the helmet comes on, they become bipolar.
3: Yeah, that's about 50%. Yeah, I was gonna say, like, yeah it's a different guy. Like it's really- a different guy. Yeah. i yeah. said this to all the drivers, like to their face, like in person, like most of them, almost any of them, we could all sit here. We could all go to eat dinner, eat breakfast, go to hospital rooms while families are having tragic moments happen and have each other's backs. Mm-hmm. And uh, You know, if a house burnt down, they'd be there to clean it up. If anybody needed anything, probably the entire field of drivers you could call and they would probably help you because they're all pretty decent people. But as soon as you you put your helmet on, there's a whole different side to a majority of people. And then there's another aspect of people that you would think are a little rough around the edges out of the car become kind of nice in there. So I don't know, but I think a lot of it is somewhat how you're raised, some of it racing experience. And then some of it, like you said, just genetics. Like for me, my dad tried to raise us really well and teach us, obviously, right from wrong, but being a really nice and good, polite person off the track and on the track. But if you watch my dad race, he was that way off the track, but on the track, he was super hard driving like you could probably compare him most to my brother, Austin, I would say. Okay. Not really dirty, but he's really hard charging. And uh, anyway, I see my dad race that way. I see Austin race that way. I've also been the fan in the stands that couldn't control anything in the car because I was just, you know, a twelve right. year old kid. Seeing the things my dad's doing that are aggressive cost him racist. And it made me so mad because sometimes I'd be like, God, that guy is just an idiot. But I always knew my dad knows that guy's an idiot. Why would you not just give Why him a Why are you screwing extra, around with him? Give him yeah, the space. Yeah. Like you know he's gonna not turn in this corner. It'd be like basically it'd be like me treating Doug Riddle like he's going to turn on the entry of every corner doug riddle goes straight to the wall every turn well it'd be like my dad back then going on the outside of a guy who drives like doug riddle and my dad just turns down and pinches him thinking he's going to break and let him in and he'd get dumped and cut a tire down he right. be spinning around doing donuts. He'd be leading the race. I'm like, God bless it. Dan, why, why did he do that? <laughs> like you knew he was going to push up. You knew what he was going to do. Like you knew he was going to push up. You knew it. Now you just pinched him down. Well, then on the other side, I start racing. I would give him the 50 foot of room, expecting him to hit me and do what I saw happen to my dad all these years. And my dad's like, you're giving him way too much room. And I'm like, well, they're just going to push and hit me. goes, yeah, because they see I used all this to go space. all
2: the time about that.
3: Yeah, they'd always say, well, he says, well, yeah, they're, they're going to hit you because you're giving them all space. You got to close them down on them and pinch them. And I'm like, well, I don't know. I look at it differently. I've seen you get spun out and cut tires down right. and cost races. I seen Mark's dad, and my uncle Bruce, be the cautious one and not have that stuff happen. Yeah. I see Jack Dawson run winning win in a million races, being cautious, not having that stuff happen. So some of it's from learning and watching. Some of us from being in the car, Mm -hmm. trying to find the balance of not doing the wrong things and being that perfect combination of aggressive and patient, careful at the same time. Sure. And I probably favored more towards the end of being too patient, too careful than being aggressive. But last night after a flat tire... It was all done. I was aggressive as I was mm-hmm. going to get, yeah. like, hard charge, didn't care. Yep. I was all, I was to the point where I wanted just to pull in and quit because I knew I wasn't going to win, and I was mad about that.
2: Well, fucker, I wish you would. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. Yeah, but, there yeah. it is. But that was, when, that was before yeah.
3: I even knew where me and him were. Right. At the time, yeah. my crew was showing me the running order. They would put, like, the top four on a chalkboard yeah. and then not have my number. So I was wanting them to put... <laughs> where I was in relationship right. to who so I didn't even know who was the next guy in position I didn't know if I was seven laps down or three that's or four
5: that's the one thing I hate about the new scoreboard because the old scoreboard they'd run all the numbers and then mm-hmm. how many laps they
3: yeah. were down the old scoreboard's way better than this yeah, fancy I, new, I hate one. The new one. They, they only, used to have the time real big, the laps, and then they'd have like the top three, and then the guys in second, third, it would put
1: like minus two or minus one or whatever. I don't even remember when they when did they replace it recently.
2: You, you no, got it probably a, about ten like a, years ago. They yeah, got in a
1: storm. Man, we are we we've only been I've only been going for you guys
2: it know was, this like six it years. It was
3: an old school one, just plain Jane with big bulbs in it. Yeah. And yeah. that's it perfect. Just, that should be. Just, where yeah. yeah, it was real bold and real big. I hate and clear. the
2: because it's got a, a, a scroll. It just scrolls yeah. at the top,
3: and it's and it only scrolls yes. the
0: top. The, yeah, no, I thought no, it was the it's three. No, three. it's top three. It's top they get, three. They,
2: they got a nine hundred foot top. billboard. But, yes, however, they, got, hey, they have eight hundred and fifty foot of advertising on it. They uh, damn yeah. advertising. On so, it. However,
0: however, every time, every time the leader passes the uh, the the the, the start finish line. It the scroll stops and refreshes, yeah. so there will be times you'll be look. I, I have to assume you're coming around. You're looking at it. You're about to see like if you're in second, you're about to see who's third, and it'll start over yeah. again. It's yeah. it's super frustrating.
3: Usually, you're, yeah. the only There's time you can look at it, night.
2: I was trying to look to see where, who was in third. Right, who I, who I was you know who I could had to give a break to and it's like all the time I felt like, like 10 minutes I kept looking until I see who was in third and I couldn't find yeah. it like, I see first second, second and that's not it because it. yeah, like people
1: like, like I said last night I don't think people know how the fucking uh, race works and they need to show people where you are like and because it, it doesn't say it says your number and then your you know your your name and then it doesn't say how many laps you were down unless I missed it did I miss that no they, okay that's no. what we were talking about yeah.
3: yeah And they always say When I ask them Why can't you stop the scroll And just make stuff big And clear and simple They say it's the software They don't know how to Dude,
1: Change the software Man uh, I can only imagine How shitty that software is I know As a fan, though, in the
5: stands If you didn't have race monitor, You have no idea no. Like you knew the top three But you yeah. didn't know how, the And after, after
1: my right phone died before, I was I was like cool I'm just gonna season. watch The rest <laughs> of the race
3: When there was a caution Did the announcers Ever try to read off Like the top five or ten
1: Dude it was so loud And where we were sitting yeah. So on the backstretch, there's plenty of speakers, but on the backstretch, the one right in front of us is out. Oh. So I hear, I hear Woo, wah, 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 every, I hear noise. Um, but not what they But saying. then, but then with your, you know, and I love your cars, but with your loud ass fucking cars. Yeah, that, have and to what? Or 35 cars out there one time, I think. I think so, and by the time it was done, it was like twenty-two, it I think. It was, so. It felt louder than normal. Oh, thanks, man. Um, thank you. Matthew, you want
5: something to drink? I take some tea. I'm okay
1: for is. now Thank you I got half one. Uh So when When he comes back We're gonna talk about We're gonna talk about That incident in Florida Where he thought Your brother was you <laughs> Which
3: one Which brother <laughs> I, They think Which which what, which brother right was it Jesse Yeah it was Jesse I'm telling like the bitches Look just like What
1: That's oh, his own kids <laughs> I, we're, gonna, we're, we're gonna We're gonna We're gonna bust <laughs> his balls <laughs> About they
5: it the Yeah
2: Yeah yeah, I, it's, I get them mixed up when they're from, from the back because like oh, from like their shoulders up, they look yeah. the same. You got the fucking square head back there. <laughs> <laughs> well, shoulders
3: you. down, you see
1: my thickness.
3: Yeah, and Jesse's <laughs>
2: Yeah.
1: Oh, uh, so if you if you took all, well, I guess five, but four, four current racing tunnies, and maybe Dana if he's down with it, um, and put you guys together and just said let's let's race them and see what happens. How does the like? Where do you think you? I mean, obviously, you'd probably be first. But like, where do you think the whole family would fall? If we all just had like our own race, yeah.
3: Austin probably wins because he's rough and aggressive. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he wouldn't mess around. I <laughs> mean, like. short, a short race. He don't fuck Thank around. You. He's going. Yeah, me and Jesse and Mark will be all nice trying to race each other fair, and Austin like, <laughs> screw being fair. I, don't yeah. win.
2: I, I love when Austin gets mad or he gets going. He's like, fuck him. Yeah, <laughs> dude, that's <laughs> that's just, that's just fuck, that's, him. That's FBI, awesome. fuck him. That's awesome. That's
1: awesome. So. Uh, Speaking of your brother, Mm -hmm. uh, last February or February, Michael went down to Florida with Dan. Oh, don't tell
0: this story. Oh, no, no. no,
1: Come on. Here we go. And
0: here's why I don't want you to tell the story. Hold on a second. Let me finish (laughs) this real quick. The reason I don't want to tell this story is because the way I've told this story isn't entirely correct. The funniest part of the story. The truth comes out. The funniest part of the story didn't happen.
1: Oh, you bastard. So I'll tell the
0: story. So we had been, We had interviewed you right before the Florida race. Yeah. And I said, hey, man, uh, I know you're going to be really busy while you're down there, but I'm going to swing by the pitch just to say hi. You said, absolutely. It'd be great to see yeah. you. So you do remember this.
3: I feel like I do. Okay. I to <laughs> so,
0: so Dan meets me there. And y- you're going to laugh because you and I have a very similar story that happened over the summer.
4: Yeah.
0: We go to the pits and I walk up to you and I said, hey, man. Uh, I know you're busy. You got a ton of shit going on. I just said I would say hi and and shake your hand. And you were a little confused. I figured you were busy, whatever. Shook, and you said, hey, man, thanks. I really appreciate it. And as yeah. I'm walking away, Dan looks at me and says, I didn't know you know Jesse. And I was like, that's Ben. And Dan's like, Ben's right over there. And I turn around and you're waving at me. <laughs>
3: So you talked to Jesse now? That, yes,
0: because uh-huh. yes, because I don't know if you know this or not. You guys kind of look alike.
3: Yeah, and that's why you just we told I that story
0: confused. a million times. the 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 part that's not true that he, I say just for comic fact, Ben wasn't waving. at oh, damn, damn it. it! I wasn't waving. No, but we did turn around and immediately go talk to Ben. Now what's funny is I talked to you for like two or three minutes. Dan was wait while well, we were talking to Tori. And then you finished up with what you were doing. We kind of locked eyes, so because I, I was wearing the crossover hat. You immediately knew who I was. Yeah. Walked over, said hi. We talked for like two minutes. I don't even think we were talking about racing. What I didn't know is Dan had never met you. And you are who you are. Don't get me wrong, but to me, we've talked so many times, you're just Ben to me. Right. Yeah. And Dan was waiting for me to introduce you h- oh. him to you.
1: So Dan, this is Ben. So
0: here's Ben. <laughs> <laughs> So I don't know that I've told this. I told the story to you. What? So um I'm scrolling through Facebook. Sure. And I see that I see, do you know the story? Oh, go. Come on, come on, tell it. Did tell I Tell it, oh, okay. tell it, tell it, tell it. And I see that Ben is in Gatlinburg. <laughs> and I had just been there and I had some credits at Dollywood to use. Sure. So I texted Ben, hey man, I see you're down in Gatlinburg, you going to Dollywood? And he texts me back, that's Jesse, dude. <laughs> <I'm>
4: like, fuck. <laughs> I'm a
3: parody
1: of myself now.
3: Yeah, I, was, I remember going to Gatlinburg. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, um, speaking of Florida, and I know that a lot of people don't like to talk about it, but what the fuck <laughs> happened in Florida? Because it was like it looked like an okay race uh, for most part, except for the times. So we know when... the way
0: Ronnie tells the story.
1: So, it, it, yeah, yeah, and we'll we we'll put that on the yeah, side for yeah. a second. <laughs> this is, um, uh, I really enjoyed the uh, very festive prayer. That was really fun, where the oh, fireworks yeah. went off in the middle.
4: Oh yeah. Um, I-, <laughs> I, was like, oh,
1: cool.
0: I was like, holy shit, amen. <laughs>
1: hey, oh shit, they're shooting at
0: God's listening. God's listening. <laughs> <laughs> listening.
2: It was right now, there. All time that. Steve <laughs> at Speedo, we had those fireworks and started going off in the middle Jesse. of the race, and Jesse doing donuts around the fireworks That's going fun. off. <laughs>
3: but the, the Yoho, when that happened, I was looking. At him, I was like, he supposed to do that? He goes, no.
2: Like,
3: god.
0: But you got to kind of get the feeling Yoho doesn't totally always know what's going to happen next,
1: right? Oh, that's right. He was, And it was
2: going
1: on and on. It wasn't yeah, it was on. Exactly. By the way, that part did not make the, yeah, make, so, make the cut. So
0: he was trying to he was trying to play matchmaker between the kid that had run the... It was carts, wasn't oh it? Oh, my God. Yeah, it was and the singer. And the kid was like 12. Uh-huh. And the singer was like 19. And as soon as he figured out the ages, boy, he wrapped that conversation up quick. <laughs> it was hilarious. What I loved about that show was there would be there'd be a red and he'd, he'd hop out of the car disappear <laughs> up into the stands and then and then he and then he'd road race road. back into the car get all buckled in and 30 seconds later you hear this just in from race <laughs> control it's like we all saw him run up
1: and talk to you
3: <laughs> race control yo ho
1: just fucking keep a cell phone in the car yep.
3: That's right. That's Speaking right. Speaking of that, all that mess last year—it's got a lot of people don't even want to go this year. Well,
0: we talked to Eddie, and Eddie, Eddie said that yeah, he's never going back.
1: But Eddie got I, fucked.
0: Yeah, I had forgotten about the story for the what week before.
1: So he got into the way I
0: remember the story. See, you corrected me, but I thought he ran the second weekend race and got put on the tail for some for something he, he didn't yeah, do. So
1: I think uh-huh. I, I think there was a miss. Uh, I think it was misconstrued that Eddie caused an accident, and race control <clears throat> was like, fuck you, and put him in the back, and so that kind of cost him, that cost him, uh, I will say it cost him a win. But, but you, the way you Ronnie? the way you so. remember
0: the story so. is that he ran the weekend before and got accused of juicing his tires and got disqualified yeah, for the second race.
3: That was a year. year Got it. Before. Yeah. So there's a bunch of complaining that the people who got caught doing that were supposed to start at the tail the next time they attend a race there. Mm -hmm. So then people were complaining, but then, uh, you know, it didn't happen. I didn't say anything or complain about it. I thought it was stupid to hold something that long and then penalize them on a race that has nothing to do with that race. But anyway, I I don't remember when Ronnie and Eddie got together, if Eddie kept going or not, but... Yoho always says in a driver's meeting, like the two guys involved in a wreck both go to the back. But wow. if you take a guy out, like if, say, if Eddie did spin Ronnie out, sure, he could do this thing called a tap out rule where you tap on your head or on your roof. And that means it was my fault. So I'll go to the tail and
1: the uh, other guy gets to keep no, oh going. No one's going to fucking admit to that. Uh, but Some they do. Will.
3: Sometimes they said they, they were talking about it, but I, in any other race, if the two people involved, whether whose fault it is or not, most go to the tail. Yeah. And they don't get the spot back usually. Would you guys but admit that's to why that? I was confused why Ronnie you, got to yeah. keep second and not, like, if Ronnie was going to get to keep a spot, he should have been in the lead. If he wasn't going to get sure. to keep a spot, it should have been in the tail. I don't know how they decided second. But well, the thing really was. Yeah. And especially.
1: And we didn't hear anyone talking. Yeah, and um, I mean,
0: you and I were pretty confused. Um, and this time it was legitimate because we hadn't been drinking because it was too fucking cold. Um, <laughs> we yeah, it was freezing cold. Aww. But we kept wondering, well, why the hell is Ronnie on the outside? Because you put Ronnie on the outside. Yeah, well, you put Ronnie on the outside against against okay, Ben Tony. You're not going to win.
3: Well, I knew he was a red flag car, so I'm automatically assuming he's supposed to go to the tail. Right. So I'm the leader now. Right. So I just went to that spot. And I wasn't moving until someone made me, and no one made me. So, the, so, and the
0: crazy thing about that about that race was you would have three or four incidents at the same time, mm-hmm. and no one stopping that race. It was bedlam out They're there. they were
3: just letting it keep going. Yeah, oh, it was. It. Don't get
0: me wrong, it was fun, but but then it, it, it started to become a safety. First of all, the lighting wasn't great. Right.
5: It was doodle. Was it doodle?
3: Yeah. He got the people like grazed him a couple yep. times, Chad. Yeah, and I think Riddle grazed Fuck. multiple different times. But what was what say. got scary
0: is there was one point where there were four incidents on the track at the same time, two of them in the dirt. The lighting yeah. wasn't that great to begin with, and and now you got two cars throwing dirt everywhere. Dude, it I'm was, looking at him like someone's gonna get
1: hurt. There was one point when you couldn't see anybody because it was so. Fu- and I, I was watching from uh, from Fifth Avenue, yeah. um, and so uh, so there was a time when you couldn't see anything or anybody because it was so fucking dusty and dirty and those lights they're not made for like to to do the video stuff it's great when tracks do that but they're not made for that Mm -hmm. they're not like those lights were not made for for television don't
0: get me wrong it was exciting to watch it It was was pretty good from the bar too yeah but you got friends out on that track you don't want to get hurt
3: right yeah, it was rough. That track's one of the hardest ones to see, and the dirt and stuff makes it worse. But the type mm. of lights they have, for some reason, they're real like glary, So they're like feel like they're more pointed at you and reflecting off your car uh, and your window. It's good that they're so, lower, they're not as... Maybe
1: so. Man, that that reminds me of. Uh, uh, of I, was, Salem. I was just going to mention of, Salem. Of Salem with those female, just female lights. They had terrible.
3: The
0: the he did. Yeah, he had a he had a female light or something right in the middle as well, didn't he? Yeah. The,
3: there's a lot of people complaining about the lighting, and he said he kept saying because there was when you seen the lights come on, there's like the whole back stretch of the oval was still dark, and yeah. we're like, why don't turn those on? And then you'd see him flick on for a minute, like cool, and then they turn back off. I don't know if they're broke. Yeah, he or did he jam just, a penny into
0: the fuse. <laughs> I don't
2: know,
3: I couldn't figure it out. But <clears throat>
2: it are you planning dark?
0: on going down there again in February? Probably. I, I hate some, to deal it. You can with put a,
2: you can put a figure of race in China, some bitch will be there. <laughs> I mean, you'll find a way.
0: You know, well, I'm asking because the three of us are gonna well, going to be there. Yeah, we going. were.
3: money, why not? Yeah. I don't know. They were supposed to be, like, when we left there. So many people were irritated with it, including Mark. Mark went to Citrus County and tested. Oh,
1: Mark and I I have had many conversations. Yeah,
3: and (laughs) that guy was certain that they were putting a race on, and everybody was for it. Mark just told him a few things that that track needed to have done to Mm -hmm. make it optimal for a race there, and the guy was all about it. And then we kept asking him uh, in the coming weeks, you know, what's the date? Are you going to put any information out? He said, yeah, we're working on it. We'll be doing it soon. Next thing you know, we're trying to hit him up in the middle of the summer and still nothing. Finally just give up. We ain't yeah. heard nothing. So he, I don't know what his deal was. So and then you're either stuck with no Florida, no racing, or right. just deal with Yoho. Yeah. So what do you want? Well, yeah. When I've been sitting that long not racing, I can't help it. I'll hate it, but I'll <laughs> still go. <laughs> Probably. So especially if it pays. But still. man, does
0: he love talking?
3: Oh uh, Yoho. Yeah. yeah.
1: What what determines when when it comes to out of state racing? Because you guys have raced, you know, Florida um, you were in Ohio, weren't you? Did you go Paynesville this year. Yeah. Painesville. Matt. Were you there for Painesville? Okay. Did you win Painesville? No. Uh, Mark, Mark won.
3: Sorry. Then Artie, then me. Mark Sorry. had a
1: rocket on his ass that yeah. night. I I'm that just. Mark's comeback his oh, comeback. dude. I mean, I love you guys. I really do. But watching Mark win the three hour really warmed my heart after the fucking season he had, yeah, dude.
3: They had it. They made us all look stupid this whole weekend. They showed up. <laughs> they showed up off the trailer faster than everybody by a ton. Then he broke his car, missed all the practice Friday, mm-hmm. and showed back up on no practice, no scuff tires, and killed us in qualifying. And then in the race, he just took off like he didn't even have to try hard.
1: I think I think what that is, I think what that is, is every time Mark is faced with big time adversity, because it happened in Painesville. Mm. Uh, Mark, I don't know, breaks some random ass small parts of the yeah. vehicle that he needs to come. They drive all the way back home, they fix it. Same night, drive all the way back to Painesville, and that like. To me, there's a difference between driving and racing, and racing with a fucking purpose. Yeah,
3: yeah, and I think that fires him up a little bit. Yes, and sometimes, like I was saying earlier, Mark and I, even Jesse, can be a little too passive, too easy going. Yeah, that took him just to that level mm-hmm. where he probably needs to be all the time, honestly. But and it's hard to put yourself there without right. the emotional trigger to give you that little extra. But
1: and I, I think I think with and I don't know if you guys do this, but. I've noticed with Mark is that um, he's a very satisfaction leads to complacency kind of person. You know, he that's why he's always trying to beat his own time. This why he's always he's always racing himself, yeah. and so yeah. that's why he's always killing it for like pole positions because he's gotten. Is this his? This was the three hour his first pole of the season. I don't think it was. I think he had.
3: No, he had a few. This I was going to say he had a
1: couple of them too. So so just knowing knowing what had happened, I had a pretty good feeling about him for the three hour, but. After you know, after knowing with Painesville, and it was just it was nice to kind of see him get that. The crazy
3: thing is the same thing that happened in Painesville is what broke at the this past weekend. Are you fucking kidding me? But it was the opposite side, so he broke like a <laughs> he broke like a right <laughs> side part. Well, I mean, and,
1: thank God he's like 15 minutes from. I don't know where his race shop is, but I figure it's 15 minutes from the track.
3: Basically, so yeah.
2: everything in Indiana is 15 minutes away, <laughs> the,
0: except for us.
1: Well, yeah, we're about 35, but but um, and it's it's interesting to me that the majority of the people that race at this, and by majority I mean like 95%, live near or on the south side of Indy.
3: Everything's like uh, between 31 and 70 on the southeast side. Yeah, Yeah, like that's where
1: everybody lives. Like, you you know, if you need to go to any driver's house, okay, well, I'll see you in five minutes. Yeah. And then you're there. Yeah. So uh, that's, I don't know. I feel like there would be more, I mean, besides the three hour, I feel like there would be more people, living elsewhere. Like it wouldn't be like 90% of the people that raised
3: that probably 80% of the three hours fueled from that little section of the map. Yeah. That's yeah. crazy, man. Yeah. That's crazy, Um, and
0: and there weren't as many out of towners this year as there was last year. I think last year there was a huge appetite because of the pandemic, because guys didn't get you know you got there weren't as many cars
1: that qualified last year,
0: and tons of short tracks that just didn't have a season. Right. I think there was a huge appetite to have last year's. Last year's was exciting for sure. Last year was was my first, but last night didn't disappoint at all, No, dude. It didn't disappoint at all. And uh, you know, a buddy we I bought a a brought a buddy of mine. it, It was his first race. He's not really into. Racing, mm-hmm. but he said he was—he didn't want to. By how much <laughs> no, he watched the whole race. He watched the whole race. He well, doesn't he like would, being around people.
1: On on yellow on yellow, yellow flags, he things, would disappear.
0: One <laughs> of the things that he that he thought, and it's the very same reason. Like the first time you were trying to convince me to go to three, I was like, "There's no way." It's going to be exciting for three hours. And that's what he thought. He was like, there's going to be a, a drop-off in intensity. No. And as we were driving home, he said, the, the one thing that surprises me the most is those guys. It doesn't matter how many laps back they are. Right. They all think they're in first place, and yep. they're driving their ass off. It's so fun to watch. You we would want." learn. That's right. Nobody know. That's right. Everyone <laughs> thought they were winning. Well, I mean, as the leader, you know, you're the leader, right? Like every time you come around, you I see
3: your hope. name. Yeah, you know, you're leading. Yeah. Are usually in the top three because of the board. But once you get down in the middle, yeah, uh, you yeah, know, you don't know. You, you just know you're nothing. just racing. And hoping you got an and idea. And hope at some point your name pops up in the scroll. Yeah, you got basically. an idea if you're a little back or if you're a lot back. That's about the only thing. Yeah.
2: Uh, see, I so I knew kind of where I where I was standing. I knew I was like, I five laps back. Right, and I knew who was around me, who's I've seen had trouble, so I kind of knew I was like I may be racing this guy and this guy in yeah. my head. I'm kind of keep tracking. I I feel like I've done a pretty good job because over the years I did it for Ben, yeah. for me at the fence. I kind of before a race monitor ever was. Sure. So we had to do it, you know, by our, by our minds. So I've just I still use that method while I'm driving. So I like oh, I know this guy, he's had some trouble. I mean, him probably on the same page, and I didn't know where I was until my name popped up on the board as third. That's pretty dope, dude. Like to to see your
1: name up there. That's got to be. That's pretty how it awesome. felt for
3: me driving with that flat forever. I yeah. didn't know where I was, <laughs> right? and I was just like, arr, arr, let's pass, pass, pass. All of a sudden, I look up once and I see Ben Tony third. Hey,
4: buddy, I'm digging. I'm going. I'm moving up.
3: Then I was like, who's second? All right, there he is. I'm coming. And I like, Next thing you know, they were breaking and having trouble, and I'm like, oh, cool. And I was like, no, oh, I'm in second. And I was like, well, I'm probably ten down from Mark, so I guess I get second. So you- then I thought, when I caught Mark, I'll just follow him. Right. And then if something happened to happen to him, I'd be there. If not, then it'd be cool to be one, two. I with mean, Mark.
1: finishing top you know, finishing top three is not bad. Well, it wouldn't be so what, bad. If it wasn't fifteen thousand dollars forty eight. Hold on. We <laughs> just buried
3: the best hold quote. Hold
1: on, what did you just say? He,
3: he said hey, he said, said it was about a fifteen thousand yeah, dollar difference. I said, well, <laughs> well the shit. top three and second is all good, especially one and two. Me and Mark, we always get ready for race. We say good. Or even we're on the grid, like pace laps, he looks at me, I look at him, we like like rock and roll and he's like we're always like one two one two and i like yeah and both of us like I want first you get a second <laughs> <laughs> but then when it actually happens you're like should be happy like we did it we got one two yeah, but right. then, you go, the then you go to the pay window it's like this don't feel like one two it's like <laughs>
2: one, one and fifty this yeah. is terrible so okay so... so that's how I feel last year I went to pay window I was so excited I got second I was like mm. <laughs> that much off of fifteen thousand? Yeah. Oh my god! It's Especially
0: terrible. you see number one walking around with that giant yeah. check. <laughs> you like,
2: are like, we're
1: only this much different. You but you do you they, that do much they, much they give them more. giant checks? Please say. I yes. think the first oh, yeah, place yeah. winner
0: gets a giant yeah, check, right? Yeah. Oh,
1: okay. give me you go to a big bank. I don't care. Yeah, it's horrible to try and
0: endorse. Yeah, you have to endorse it with spray paint.
1: Dude,
0: takes them forever to get it in the little drive-through tube.
1: So, so Matt, you let's let's go back to let's go back to March and April. Okay you had some medical concerns Mm -hmm. and whatever, we're not going to talk about it, but but you were concerned you weren't going to be able to race at all.
2: Yeah, it it crossed my mind uh, real heavy that I would never be able to race a race car again. And it was hard. It was tough. It really was. Um, And then I started feeling better and I was like, I had in my mind that... No matter what I did, I was wanting to run three hour and yeah. I love this race. It's you know, best race in the world. Yeah. Uh and so it got to about mid summer and I started feeling pretty good and I was like I'm gonna I wanna go test. And that's when I did the little eight lap deal. And uh, I was like, I'm gonna test you how I feel. And everyone was like, No, no, you're not ready, you're not ready. I was like, I'll tell you what, I, I know my body, I can figure this out. Sure. If I wanna run three hour, I gotta start getting in shape now, you know. Uh and it took every bit from that from that day to this weekend to get into shape. Uh I, I, I wasn't even sure if I was be able to make the whole race. Then Oh, my goodness. Touchdown. They just tied it up wow, while they're cool. about to tie it up. So watching
1: like, the Colts game.
2: <laughs> so I didn't know, like, coming in this race, if I'd be able to make the whole race. Yeah. So I was trying to make a uh, plan B in case I couldn't. You know, I was asking, you know, Ben, Jesse, and Austin, like, hey, if you guys have issues, and if I can't make it, can you guys just jump in my car and just finish the race for me? Sure. And they all said yes. Nice. Uh, but for me to come out of that car, is is going to I was going to be about half dead because I didn't yeah. want to come out of that thing. Wow. I just, you know, we...
1: The the thing is, is that you know after you had raced your first big race, people the you know how social media is, fucking rumor mills were going crazy about what happened and didn't happen. We're just glad that you were you were able to race the three hour. Yeah, that's a fucking yeah. Dude, that's a fucking well, not, story. And itself. not only that,
0: I mean you have to, and you're competitive. Don't get me wrong, but there's there had to have been some expectation setting before, like hey, it's my first big race back. Well, not your first, but I mean it's the world series figure eight. Right. Um, you obviously, I know you're happy with where you finished. You wish you had done better, but had you given yourself some grace? Like, Hey, if, uh, if I don't, if I'm not in the top 10, it ain't the end of the world. No, no. Good, good for you, man. <laughs> no. Good for Dude, you. I,
2: wish, that's I wish I could be like that. I really wish I could be yeah. like that. But as you say, I'm, I'm a competitive ass person. I have yeah. been my whole life. Uh, I just, when I'm out there, I'm going to win. I, and, don't get me wrong. I, these you know top threes I've gotten you know, over the last few years is, is really really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I guess if I had a goal, I want to finish top three at minimum. But I want that. I want that number one spot. Yeah. Uh, and but it's so hard when you run against these guys, man. And they're the best in the world. And uh, you know, if, like I said, if you can run with them or run near them, you're doing something. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, and it, it, it pisses me off. Because I'm so competitive. Uh, but I know. I just know in my mind, like these, like Ben's been doing. This is his twentieth three hour. Mm-hmm. Are you kidding me? This is your 20th one? He's old as shit. <laughs> I feel like he
1: is. Aren't you fucking older? You, no, you're mine. You're 34, right? 35.
2: Okay, so almost. And he turns 36 next week, so God he's damn it. Again, I'm oh the oldest God. one in the room. Always. It always. It's always, it's, be, yeah. Yeah. it's always Shut how it's going to be, man. Assholes. Yeah. Yeah. It's always how it's going to be. Dude. So like all these guys. I mean, these, they're young Stop guys, have for... had so much experience. So you were
1: 16 when you raced your first three hour? Or 15? Wait, yeah. 16, almost 17. fuck,
3: dude. Yeah. I got 10th, but... No, what, finished um? finished the thing. Tell me, do, do you you sound like you're still disappointed about it. Just considering back then, you'd have to seen what we were working with back then. Oh, yeah. Really? To Comparatively
1: be like, to what you're doing now versus then, if you oh, don't mind. Yeah.
3: No, I'm trying to think of a something I could compare. <laughs> to, so let me
1: ask you, to so basically take a car, like, just
3: say... The closest I could think of is maybe something like Pete Bear has. Okay. Maybe a little even worse or okay. less than okay. that. I wasn't knocking him. I'm just oh, like, No, you're like, good. You know, you're good. I don't mean worse in a bad way, but yeah. like bad. We're gonna for get me. letters. No, sorry, Pete. We mean. love you. No, better. you're good. You're good. Like Pete actually was faster last night than I've ever seen him. But he yes, yep, he did. It, it, looked, it looked like a car. But Regardless, I'm saying I was working with probably less equipment than what he's working with, something like that.
2: Your car was 11 years old. Yeah, well, oh wow. Like Holy my rookie shit. car
3: as an 03 was built for my dad in 93. So wow. it, he had just gotten a new car um in uh, 2000. It come out in the middle of 2000. So that new car he was running in mm-hmm. 2000 mm-hmm. made the old one that was built 93 sit under a tarp outside until 03. <laughs> so 3 years of sitting oh, on a car that's God. outdated and then me coming in as a rookie trying to piece it together with right. nothing. It turned out to not be very good so whereas like opening day what yeah coincidentally all those years i watched wishing my dad would win and he didn't win the one till i was in it it was weird so after uh we got going uh oh trapped it i think so sorry after, i'm sorry i'm sorry after the let's see mark and me were both rookies the same season well i was doing that like the car was all rusted out we were struggling just to piece together some little motor we we didn't know anything about shocks and Mm -hmm. much about setup or anything like that and like the brake calipers were rusted out so each brake caliper has pistons that push the brake pad into the rotor well mine were all rusty so instead of my dad just like getting sponsors or spending Mm -hmm. money trying to buy me some brake calipers he made me blow them all apart and take sandpaper and sand them down and fix them and then he just bought me new O-rings to put in them so they would work. And that's how I kind of like patched together the whole thing. Whereas like Mark, his dad's car owner, Ed Bishop, was Jack Dossie's car owner at the same time. So okay. Bruce and Jack were teammates to us to sense as far as car owners go. Well, Jack had a car and he had another car. Well, basically, Mark's car owner just showed up to my Uncle Bruce's and gave Mark Jack's car. Wow. So Mark was taking a race winning current car yeah. from that era to where I was taking a car sitting under a tarp. And wow. Uh, Mark's dad took that car that winter and cut it apart, and changed a bunch of leaf spring mounts, and did a bunch of stuff to make it faster. Sure. What they thought would be good. And my dad has said, just clean them up and paint them and stuff. like." <laughs> <that>. <laughs> he basically just had me clean and. <laughs> go through everything but as far as making it fast there was nothing done that made it fast like right every car now has a sway bar on it except for probably like steve frost i don't think his does but my car didn't have a sway bar then and so i was just working with a lot of rough old stuff and that so that me being new i didn't know what it was supposed to feel like right. i thought this is still cool this is still yeah. but this is fucking dope man yeah. so i ran that car for two years but from the first year yeah running around i was like a I was like, so we used to run the oval every night. When I'd qualify, most of the time I was in the middle to the back of the second heat, mm-hmm. maybe <clears throat> maybe the pole of the first heat. So opening day, our rookie year, when I qualified, I was probably heat two or heat three. Mark's in the trophy dash, which is top four fastest. Gotcha. So he's up there running up front right out, right out the gate, and I'm out there just putting around. <laughs> oh, this is terrible. I'm going to suck my whole life, Mark's going to win. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and then...
3: Oh, then I ran a whole things for me. <laughs> I ran a whole year of like by the end of the year, um, I had started getting irritated, I'm gonna find a way to make somehow get this car better if it's all I got. And mm-hmm. I did that for so long, like trying to figure out ways to get it better and learning how to work on more stuff on my own. and then the next year. The same car, I'd, I'd gotten a little better engine and gotten more experience, a little better. I think for the one hour in 04, I was in the Trophy Dash for that race. So I was up there with like, it was like me and my Uncle Bruce, someone else, all in the Trophy Dash. And then the three hour, I think I got a top 10 in that one too. I don't remember exactly what happened. So then the next year, it was 05. And that winter time, in the 04 race, my dad in the three hour had had... Already been in a wreck and come out from repairing it, and was stopped at the crossover and got rear-ended real hard, and it crunched the back of the car up and basically destroyed it. So, the guy who builds third turn chassis now, and Eddie Van Meter's crew chief, Audie Moose, he was friends with my dad and me and stuff a lot back then. He made a deal with my dad, like, "Hey, you know, your 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 kid there, he's starting to get, he's starting to look pretty good. I think right. he just needs more equipment." Your dad's like, "My dad's like, yeah, I know, but." That's what I got. I don't know what to do. And then he's like, well, you're going to need a car too now, aren't you? And my dad's like, yeah, but I don't know what I'm going to do about it (laughs) yet. And he's like, well, I'll make you a deal if you can work it out. I'll build you two chassis for a price of one. Hmm. So Audi at that time wanted to see me in a better car, something kind of like how people probably felt recently about maybe Jeffrey Shackelford Mm -hmm. when he first came out a couple years ago, Mm -hmm. showed a lot of potential, but maybe people thought his car wasn't enough to let him show what he could do. Gotcha. Whereas now he's gotten a pretty new Sean Smith car that, mm-hmm. you know, Corey Harmon just had a couple of years ago. And now he's running good. Well, very first coming out the very first, the next year. Oh five. It took me like two or three weeks. One my first figure eight I was in a trophy dash right off the bat. So the old car taught me how to drive and get used to working with less. And then when I actually had a little more then I, all the, tendencies and ability had already been trained and was there so then it just became about getting more and more experience because i was still only in my third season but you go from a big transition from learning how to just make laps and get out of the way and not crash there's a whole different learning process from that point to becoming how to win how to race how to pass how to have composure up front there's just a whole different levels to all that stuff and it changes so when i went through the phase of just being there And being able to drive versus going to win, that took a learning process, too. And I had to learn my place in each one. And once I learned to have some confidence that I was able and good enough to try to win races, then I just had to learn how to do it. And then, obviously, 20 years later, here we are. Right. (laughs) Man. do
0: Do you guys want to hit the pause button real quick and watch the end of this?
3: Uh. Uh, we got the ball? Yeah. yeah. yeah I, I guess we it. can. Hit the pit
1: pause.
0: Well, that was a waste of a pause. <laughs> well, <laughs> well it's looking like, you know, the Colts were going to do something, and they ended up taking the safe route and punting, and we're going to overtime. So. Well, at least fine. you don't have to edit that
1: part out. Thank God. Yeah. That would have been really that been annoying Whatever. to do. <laughs> I get a little bit here and there. Stop, <laughs> stop. Um, so there's a bag that's next to Michael. Do you guys like candy? You no, guys candy people? No? no. Okay, really. then never mind. Uh, we don't like much. Just racing. They yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't like snacks
3: and.
0: Hey, drinks can and... we talk about the fuel real quick? Because I, what? you know, but the, my buddy last night was not used to coming to these races, and he asked me questions that I should know the answer to, and I just didn't. Um, how much fuel? How far can you get in a three hour on your on on your first tank?
3: We don't know for sure because a lot of it depends on the pace of the race. Oh, okay. so like the first pace or first half, I meant is a slower pace. A lot of cautions are jammed yeah. up, riding around a lot on yellow. So you could say you're at the halfway point of the three hour with an hour and 30 to go, but you look up and you're only on lap, like say 160. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, these races typically go into the mid 400s. Mm-hmm. So you're thinking, I need to try to get to two to 225 if I can, regardless of the time. Right. And then, like uh, Matt, he pitted late and they yeah, didn't quite and get an hour it. to go. Yeah, and they That's didn't quite point. get for enough fuel in it and ran out just like Artie. So wow. I think it's usually between 225, 250, I think. I think but I it depends th- I on the, the pace. I have to
2: double check, but I think I almost made 300 laps. Wow. Did you? It was like, an, like I said, there's under an hour to go when I pitted. I was waiting to see when Ben and Mark and Hadley pitted. I never seen him pull off the track. And I was like, you e son of the bitch about to run out of gas or pit yeah. on the green because I never yeah. did. And then finally called a good enough yellow. I was like, "Well, I I can't worry about them cats no more. I got to go do right. My own right. right. So,
1: looking looking at like a 50, 75 or 100 lap erase. Can you go can you go an entire say 100 laps without refueling? Oh uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. We do so that kind of gives you an idea. We did the do the, one 150. Hour, 150. Yeah. the 1
3: hour without pitting like the shootout. Yeah. That was all non-pit. Okay. So whatever last. I mean, the pits we were open though, right? Cuz it yeah, was you Yeah, you can pit. It's just we don't need to.
1: Yeah. So with that race, is it is it a where you are on the field or is it a a, a lap ca- like is it like the three hour or is it uh, where you are on the f- What the it? fuck am I trying to say?
2: The shootout or the one hour?
1: The shoot, the, the, the one hour. The is, one it, hour is it is ran usually, like the three hours just so
2: it, only it's one hour? Like the, one a hour the one hour is a one hour 50 lap race, is what it is. You're, you're sprinting for one hour. Okay. okay.
3: That's the, it. Okay. But the format is still like yeah. a 50 lap or not the three hour where the time Got clicks okay. and we pace under yellow. So
1: it's like so it's like the first, so the person who's in first is in first, person who's in second is in second. It's not like the person who is second is like three laps down Oh,
3: well, I, I see what is,
2: you're so, asking about. My brain is not functioning. I'm sorry. Okay. The cars in between everybody. Right. They're still lying that's the He's lined up where you are on the track so if you're, you're first and you have two lap guys between you, it's still lined well, up. Well, like way. for
1: example, so we'll use an example. I'm sorry, Ben. Last night, Ben was down three laps from from Mark. If Ben had been further back in the field, people would have made the assumption that Ben was like fifth, sixth, or seventh, even though he was second. Yeah, so just say Mark was leading, but he had sure. ten
3: lap cars behind him sure. at one point and I was the eleventh one. Well, over time i just say I passed all those and I was the first car behind Mark, but yeah. I was still a lap down. But they don't make they don't rearrange you based on that. Right, it's
2: line by your track position, not by your Because
3: if not, once you got a lap down, you'd be like, Well, I might as well quit because all the lead lap cars get to stay in front of me. Right. So like what if you what if there was seven cars on the lead lap mm-hmm. and you were eighth? And you're one lap down. And every time a yellow come out, you had to start behind all of them, even if you just passed four of them. That would that would be pointless. Yeah, like yeah. I just passed okay. these guys and
2: I got to go behind them just because I'm not if on you, the lead lap. If you do good enough, you might be able to get a lap back. Right. So you know you. I mean, be-
1: how how often does that happen though? Like if Which you're part? like the the getting the lap. If you're a lap down what is the likelihood, and you let's say it's a 50-lap race and you're midway through or wherever you want to put this, what is the likelihood of you gaining that lap yeah, back and, and gaining race, a decent position? it's not.
3: That's why people get so mad that right. lap cars don't get out of the way. Right. But yeah. in three hours, it's an endurance race with a lot more time, a lot more stuff can happen. So that's why lap cars racing people harder is more excusable. Yeah. To an well, and, and knowing that,
0: well, you didn't know how far behind you were, but you're three or four laps down. But if something happens with Mark's car, he, he can lose two, two-and-a-half laps just trying to figure it out.
3: Yeah, yeah. so I was trying to uh, unlap as many as I could because if just say I passed him and a yellow come out, I get to come all the way around to the tail of the field, and if I could keep charging back that way and him trying to be cautious and yeah. save his tires since he's the leader, I might be able to make up another one and then just say at any point in the race there's a stack up and a turn, Mark might get stuck in it and be stopped. And then if I made up two laps, now maybe I only need to make up one yeah. while he's sitting there versus if I just yeah. rode around yeah. lollygagging, uh, he could get an incident and have a lot more cushion to recover. You know, yeah.
2: in you might know this, you might not, who's made up the most laps on in a three-hour Jack, and still won Jack? It was I like think, seven laps or something.
3: Jack Dawson, like 98 or 9, he made up like almost 12 laps under green. Holy, he holy cow. Yeah. He would literally make them up. And as soon as he'd get in front of him, there'd be a yellow. And then he'd be so fast, he'd catch him and fly by him again. Yeah,
2: that and another like, yellow. That was like 98, I think. Was when yeah. 99 is when he blew the motor and changed it and come back and start everybody's There was a
3: time period from probably 97 to 99. I don't know what it was, but like Jack Dawson and Fred Bear, uh, they had freaking... Oh, Mark's dad, my Uncle Bruce, he, they had something like figured out. They were just three way dominant cars. And then the rest of the field was just there doing the normal three yeah. hour. And was guaranteed so we're like just off. hoping that them three had trouble. So in at, at that point, uh, it seemed like Jack would be the one of the fast three that never had super bad trouble. But that year Jack had like a flat or something, one or two and had to pit under green like I did and lost laps. But Damn. the other two fast cars got wrecked or had trouble. And so he was the only dominant one left. And the rest of the field's out there. Doing their best, but not anywhere close to him. He was just waxing them, just flying, just killed them. Dude, they was dominant. But then, you know, as the years went by, the the fields tightened way up now.
2: Right. Wow. Yeah, you were told me. You were telling me 15 years ago that it took an O to make the race. I'm like, you know, that's you're yeah, great. like
3: the the car that barely made the race yesterday, that would have been fast time and pole sitter probably in the early 90s. Wow. Wow. Even in O three, my rookie race, I think it would have been. But tires and stuff's different every year. But I think the year that I remember the year my dad won, his time was like a seventeen seven something. And wow. he qualified like fourth yeah. or something. And I was a seventeen seven, but I didn't make the lock in transfer, so I started twenty third. But I remember it was a low seventeen that was fast qualifier. Like I think it was Chad's dad, Rodney. And it was he was like a seventeen one, it was fast time. Holy cow! That was only dude twenty years ago. How you much know,
1: technology has changed, like yeah, the, in, yeah. in motorsports? No, not not, a lot, not, not a lot. that much, really. No, the even even is, is, with yeah. like weight of of the blocks of engines and stuff like that. With yeah, them. they can. You're
3: allowed to run lighter weight blocks, but I don't. A lot of people don't. No. Yeah, there's because. So,
2: what do you
0: think a, accounts for the difference?
3: The, uh, better at drivers. That time, the the track every three hour has a different tire that they usually well, sell.
2: I think tires. I think. So, I think. I, People's gotten smarter on how to do setup stuff. I think that's probably been one of the biggest. Well, things. back then,
3: I feel like besides every year they would the track would just order a batch of random tires, and this would be the three-hour tire, and it was never, it was always some random tire that nice. no one's ran all year long. Well, this past two years, it's the same tire we've ran all year, mm-hmm. and in previous years, it used to be what's called an open tire rule, where you okay. could get whatever you wanted. And race so oh wow the year that i'm talking about where we were somewhat slower i feel like the tire wasn't as good and this year the tire is small it's not even that super great of a tire but the cars are fast but i think a lot of it is um between the Mark dad building these t8 cars and sean smith building the his chassis and third turn building a buku amount of chassis they're all just really good fast cars and uh, i think back then People had more like I don't know what you'd call like home-built old cars where they they did it all out of their own shop pieced them together and put them together and maybe maybe they were weren't as good at that point whereas you're buying everyone's buying going this going the store buying the top of the line stuff and just bringing it home and they're all kind of even to an extent like they're all fast good cars uh, I think a lot of it's just the cars The chassis and stuff are all better versus before you had guys with more of a mixed field of random cars. I feel like, I don't know. Do you think that that's
0: made it, it's obviously made it more competitive. However, (coughs) excuse me, do you think that it's getting to the point to where it's getting harder to get low dollar cars in? You know, one of the things that we've heard, we talked to Tim Logue about this as well, that um, if you don't have a lot of money, you're just not going to be competitive.
3: Kind of, but. Kind I, of. I, I, I don't. think
2: you gotta have a lot of money to be competitive.
3: No. <clears throat> you have to. Have, you have to know what you're doing and make. I know how to make the most out of certain things. Yeah. But so, okay. to an extent, you do have to have a good amount
2: of money. but yeah. mm-hmm. It's not all
3: about money.
2: So like you can take my 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 situation for instance. I don't have a lot of money, but the stuff I have in my car is pretty nice stuff. I, mean, yeah. I don't have junk by any means. Yeah. But it's pretty nice stuff. <clears throat> Fortunately enough, I'm. I'm I'm okay, smart, and then I can lean on these guys over here right, uh, for a lot of help, and and that helps me. You know, I don't have, you know, a shit ton of money. I, my motor is – it's a nice motor, but it's you – no, know, not some of these guys. Basically, got 15, a, 20, Matt's
3: thousand. saying is what, there's a handful of guys that have just as good or better equipment than both of us and don't do near as good. Got it. Yeah. Okay. So you can do – you can get by with a little less, like, uh, and still do great. If you just know what you're doing as far as off yeah. out of the car, not just as a driver. Mm-hmm. And it's a big combo of both of what you do setup up wise and how often you work on it, how much time you put into it. So many of these guys, I, I swear, they look like they don't touch their race cars and then they sat for three months and all of a sudden there's a decent big race coming up and they're posting on Thursday or Friday that week. Oh, we're getting ready for this weekend. <laughs> like they've just been getting after it for three months and it looked like they just touched it from the last race. And then, meanwhile, all the other good, fast guys that are winning races—they're in there and they're working on them three, four nights a week, every yeah. week, if not more. And a lot of it's just effort, but some of it's knowledge too.
1: Yeah. So, are you are you one of those guys that, like, three or four nights a week, you're out there? He's
2: yeah, out there eight days a week.
3: <laughs> yeah. Really? <laughs> yeah. I, uh, especially lately, but. They're in the regular part of the season, if I don't have a lot of damage from the week before and I don't have a lot of plans to well, change or rebuild a bunch of stuff, I might might only go three nights a week. But if I'm in a mode where I'm wanting to change or redo some stuff or really try something that's going to take some time, I'll probably go every night that week. Yeah.
1: Okay. What? But what about in the off season?
3: Mm, it's kind of like you take a week or two off just because you're a little wore out from it. But then... As soon as you do that for a minute, you're starting to automatically feel bored. Like, you're like, well, now what? I don't know. You kind of like just find yourself out of habit wanting to go to the race shop. But like, what do you need to go there for? I, like, I don't know. Just get started on some stuff and just start working. Like, what are you, well, you got this many days left. I was like, well, if I get this done, then it'll be less day I have to do it later. That's right. Yeah. I don't That's know. right. It's more just a habit and a lifestyle point at that point if you right, uh, you just like to go. To an extent, but you also want to get ahead. Ben, do you, do you ever miss the car? Miss the car? Do, do you miss do, it? Do you like, lay in well, like, bed like thinking you, about it? If you
1: miss a couple, of days, like do you just think about it? Like, no,
3: I think about I think about the car a lot not missing it. I think, right. about, yeah. <laughs> I think about what I can do to make right. it better so I can win that That's what uh I think about.
1: your your you your i don't know what the hell to call it the skins whatever the the outside of the, the body the, no well yeah the it looks it looks beautiful it, oh, it, you. it's yeah, really it's awesome
0: and thank is you. that Matt, your, your, your car is really nice too it's it's, it's I awesome it. no, probably uh, not. No. i was we were uh we had our very first guest one of our very first guests was um stevie st john oh yeah. yeah and um he sat right where josh was sitting Yo. and um and uh, and uh, Jim was here as well. That, Jim Hargraves, the, the, yeah. Jim Hargraves. It's the yeah. day we got our our little our our, our car, and um, we were talking about your color scheme. And I hope I'm not getting yes, because my that
1: electric blue is real. What nice.
0: I love about that color scheme is my brother back in what I say 89. I think so. A 1989 yeah. had a had a a, a BMX bike, a GT Pro Performer in the exact same color scheme. So every time I see your car. I remember being my, my like my older brother like looking at that bike wishing I could ride it. It's such a cool color scheme
1: those it's- those colors man they're it's I'm I'm a nerd about this, but I, I I refer to them as as 90s 80s and 90s dirt bike colors. Yeah. Because yeah. like bunch of dirt bike posters I saw when I was a kid, it was all hot pinks, it was all electric blues, it was yeah. all I highlighter the, the yellows. 90s,
2: the 90s were hands down the best air of all time. Everything, <laughs> everything. like basketball, football, racing in the Sports. 90s, everything was so much better. Top three
1: in basketball, go. For the what? Well, hold on. What do you mean? No, I'm sorry. Teams or? Oh, oh, sorry. Players. Players. Oh, oh let, let,
2: Jordan, Jordan, and Jordan. Yeah,
4: Jordan,
2: <laughs> Jordan, Shaq, and uh, Larry
0: Johnson. Bird. You think? Oh yeah. yeah. Well, Dude. well, hold on a second. How far into the nineties? No, Larry. That's right. Larry played well into the nineties.
2: Yeah. yeah, like early. Yeah, I think ninety-three, yeah. ninety-two. I think. Yeah. I think.
3: not He was playing for the Celtics the... in the eighties, though. He was. Yeah. He retired yeah. with the Celtics too. He just, yeah.
2: His back was bothering him. Yeah. Uh, about that time, Elizalde yeah. was pretty angry. At
3: what Jordan says that Elizalde was good.
2: Yeah. Yeah,
3: I mean, I'm
1: uh, I'm weird. I'm I'm uh, Jordan, Pippen, and also Larry Bird as well.
0: Well, so. you know, a guy that doesn't get a ton of credit outside of Chicago. I grew up in Chicago, and I was in high school when the when during Jordan's career. A guy that doesn't get much credit outside of um, Chicago just because he's so fucking weird is Dennis Rodman. Robin, yeah. yeah, that yeah. dude is weird as fuck. he was. He was one of those guys, and if you ask any Chicagoan that was a fan during the time. We hated him when he played for Detroit, but we were so happy to get him. We yeah. were so happy to get him. And there's this excellent quote where um, uh, Jordan asks, uh, "There you go." Jordan asks uh, Phil Jackson, "Can you manage him?" And Phil Jackson says, "Yes." And he said, "Good. Get him. We need the 20 rebounds." And that was the last thing that they yeah. needed. Um, and that team made Dennis Rodman, and Dennis will tell you that. I mean, you, you yeah. know, you'll see it in interviews, and he's he's just such an interesting bombastic
1: character. He's. Uh unique didn't he go to North Korea? He did go to North and, like, Korea. That's right. He
0: says he still gets text messages oh, from Kim so, Yeah, that's, that's yeah, that's that's awesome. Oh. All right, let's shift gears. Let's stop talking about outlaws for a minute. I want to talk about your legend race. Um oh, you, we won't dude. get into specifics, but you worry, had to take a week that. off of
1: outlaw. We're racing. not worried about that. We want to talk about what else it, it
0: was super awesome. Um, also the story is kind of great about how you had, you had nothing to do with the decal on the back of the car I'm and didn't did know that. it was going to
3: happen until you got there. And they, they told me he was bringing it and I was like, okay, whatever. The next thing you know, I was working on stuff under the front, walked away and come back. And then they're like, Oh, look, look at the back. I'm like, oh. <laughs> Cool. I had to I had yeah. to I, I don't <laughs> I don't like the stupid juice thing. Yeah, with well, it with, it, and with as big, as, big as the, the
0: story car. was, I have to I have to assume that track management wasn't real happy with the decal either. They didn't say anything. They didn't, okay. Yeah. Fair it's, enough.
3: And also
2: got a sticker on this car that they probably would like worse than the Jews. What does it say? Zero fucks given.
3: Oh. No, it says fucks to give. <laughs> equal sign zero. That's oh, nice. dope. I love that. Yeah. yeah. He said to Stevie, St. John made it. He didn't even tell him to. <laughs> 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 had you ever driven a legend before? Uh, Back in like, I don't know if it was like 07 or 08. Van Meter had one for his son, Billy. Mm-hmm. And I got to drive his backup one. And so how Matt, did
0: it come to pass that, I mean, obviously you wanted to race because you like racing. Did someone reach out to you? Did you reach out to, because yeah. I thought it would have been hilarious if you, because I think the mini late models ran that night too. It would have been hilarious if you'd run a mini late model.
3: Yeah, no one asked me to drive Okay, out. fair enough. Uh, so Jesse, and Austin's car owner, Sam Breedlove, he's good friends uh-huh. of me and Matt's also. Uh, he, his uh, stepson is Michael Stout. Okay. He owned that oh, car. Okay. so they were hanging out, I think, at Sam's work and stuff that day. And I think Michael asked Sammy, or Sammy asked Michael, Hey, Ben can't race this weekend, why don't you put him in your legend? or vice versa. And then uh Sammy called me and he said, Hey, you wanna drive Mike's legend this weekend? I said, Well, if
1: I could fit in it, yeah. <laughs> and then
3: so they brought it over and we worked on it a little bit and got fitted in it and then that was it. You How tight race.
1: was that fit when you first got in? I mean, you're not a, really a <laughs> big dude, a but yeah. I'm asking. I know. Look, a, I know. Tight.
3: as a
0: big dude, yeah. Well, I, I think this. you're thinking about next week. He's racing next week. Is he? Yep.
1: Yeah, I'm racing getter. the grocery yeah. getter. <laughs> I, I, figure, I can talk about this now. I'm racing um, a 2006. Oh, God, that'd be fast. <laughs> Where'd you get that from? Um, uh, I can't tell you yet. Once we turn the mics off, we'll talk about it, but I can't. I can't tell can't, you. Yeah, um, we didn't
0: steal it or yeah, yeah. i had no part in it never mind
1: no i um uh, basically the story is is that <clears throat> i was with another driver you know fucking i'm gonna bleep this yeah um i was with he says to me he goes he goes hey we're gonna have you race this van originally michael was, it was gonna my race van it, yeah and I, For,
0: I had some health stuff come up and i can't race right this
1: and so and so then i was gonna race it and then text me he goes Hey, your van got scrapped because it was at a, at a place that did that kind of stuff. But we thought it was safe because he knows uh, the guy. Not safe. Uh, so I'll then see. he goes, "We're gonna go back. Uh, we're gonna go see what's available, and we're gonna we're gonna kind of see what oh! we can find." You did they miss something?
2: The field goal to win. Oh fuck, that sucks.
1: Um, so <laughs> we get we we get up, we get out to this uh, to this place, and goes, "Hey, look at that." Do you think you can fit? And I'm like, "That is." Probably no, yeah, but it's not let's, let's, let's try it out. We try and close the door. My fat, it just won't, it just won't fucking close. Like, let me, give me 12 hours. Give me 12 yeah. hours. Let me fuck around with it. Let me see what I can find. So we bring it back to his house and I get, I'm, I'm getting texts throughout the evening. He goes, I removed this, this, and this. So it's still drivable. It's not been modified in mm-hmm. any way other than the fact to get me to fit. And I come back 12 hours later. Um, and I sit in the car and there's so much fucking room. That like anybody like, and I would never do this, but you could. Pr- I could probably gain a hundred pounds and still do it. Like there's he the amount of everything
0: bull- unnecessary. The amount of, of
1: bullshit that is in that's every in pain the of, Yep
0: Yeah.
1: Um. Is that and a so, seat, a
0: steering wheel, and a fucking that's gear lever. As long that's as I it. have
1: my safety belt and my, you know, I don't need the, I don't need the parking brake. Right. The radio's still in there, so I made a playlist for. <laughs> uh, so I'm gonna be. Blasting, it's got Bluetooth and it connects to my phone, so I'm gonna be blasting some fucking music while I'm going around that track. Yeah. Um, it's going to be a good time. It's my first race and I'm, I'm more nervous about driving the car to the track on a trailer on the back of my truck. Cause I've never driven, it's I've never fun. pulled a
2: trailer. I've done it before. <laughs> that, no, the trailer race.
1: Oh and, no, 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 I'm not doing that. No, no. I'm,
2: I'm more nervous. You know, about, he's
0: nervous about towing the vehicle oh, t- to the track. Towing the vehicle
1: to the track. Well, don't worry about it. I can just go. I get that, but I'm worried about fucking other people's shit up because I've never done. You ain't got a dime in it, so you're good. <laughs> that's not. What, that's it's, not what I mean. Yeah, not, he's I'm using someone, like, else's trailer, like someone else's trailer Someone else's uh, car or something. I don't want to. Yeah. You know, I I'd feel horrible. So, um, so that's. Drive the
2: car. It is a grocery. Stop! Deal. Stop! It's that's just, not what yeah, I mean. Yeah, throw some
0: plates on it. That's that's just, what, drive it just drive it to the track.
2: There's no headlights or. T- it's well, great driving during the day. You take it there during the day. So, well, then, now what, what I saying? think it'd be hey, funny. Hey Kevin,
1: I'm gonna leave this here for for 12 hours. Yeah. I'll come back tomorrow morning no, and come he get it. describe it for you. It's money in his pocket,
0: dude. It is. Uh, it's got to go back to where it came from. It's
1: real. It's a really nice. Well, tell like, them to go pick it up. On the yeah,
0: fair enough. The, fair enough. So, so let, anyway. me, let
1: me tell you about this. This, okay, um, it's a very nice vehicle and can be if if I don't fuck it up, which <laughs> then it can be raced again. Uh-oh. Easily can so be he's raced. He's gonna again. let you do it again. No, I'm. I'm just saying that anybody else could race it again. So like, it's not. I'm just really excited to do it, man. And I'm always looking for tips because I don't know shit for dick
2: about being out there. When a grocery getter thing, you ain't gonna have no tips. Just go out there and hit something.
1: Word. I mean, what like, you do? I don't want. I don't want to be an asshole. <laughs> like I don't
2: want to like you know accidentally dirty drive yeah. and. Well, that's what it's about though. Is dirty driving, and spinning people out, and crashing. That's the whole the whole deal is about that. So Eddie, we're on the grid, Eddie told me he said, uh, if he gets too bored, he's gonna hit something. We'll yeah, he, said, <laughs> if he gets bored. Yeah, he gets bored, he's like I'm, I'm tired of this. I
3: looked over on the caution and R J's looking at me, he's just waving at me all happy. <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> all the time
2: every time Bobby's He waves he's, he's, <laughs> he yeah. yeah.
3: he's so happy being out there. He's just
2: yeah. playing around.
3: Man, that's what's
1: up, dude.
2: That's up so um sometimes you look at people, they just look, I look upset. Like, yeah, look man.
1: You're talking about in the in the late models. Yeah, yeah in the cars. cars yeah. Oh my God, I would be. I mean, I'm, I'm anxious in general. There's all kinds of stuff that happens
2: on the track that you guys don't see. <clears throat> all kinds. Go of on. Yeah, come. on. <laughs> well, there's that kind of like that stupid stuff like oh, that. like waving at each other <laughs> and oh, the, my favorite is we rolled if I rode up next to Ben and you're in a bad line, you got a bunch of slow cars in front of you. I walk up. It's, yeah, I'm fucked. <laughs> I'm fucked. He's like, yeah. I see it. Or vice versa. He tells me, yeah, I'm fucked too. Yeah.
3: yeah. Or like, this is crazy. This is yeah, bad. And we're like, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. Bad. That's funny, dude. I love that well, you're, shit, man. Oh, you
2: mad at someone you point out, mm-hmm. Oh, yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah, dude. And, like, I, it was... Going back to the three-hour, man, it was, it was a good race.
0: Yeah, you know, the the, the guy that I, I enjoyed seeing out there, because I'm, just, I'm a, a fan of who he is as a person and stuff like that, was Mike Hadley, and he had yeah. a really, really good race. And then... What the
2: fuck? Like, that, did, was it an electrical issue? On the track. Was that? that? Mike had everything on the track. Hmm? Mike. Including Mike, Doodle Mike, Ferris. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> ran over. <him. laughs> How did he do that? <laughs> I don't know. Had, Mike Hadley's car is the worst I've ever seen it, ever. That, that oh, tore right. up at the end of the that race. Dude, he usually was, keeps uh, his stuff nice and straight and not tore up, but he tore it up.
0: After they towed, as funny, you mentioned that after they towed Doodle off the track, when he came back on the track, it was one of the most ridiculous sights I've ever oh, seen he in did. racing. He looked
2: yeah. like a he looked like And a, I like think a modified, he lasted like another five modified. laps.
3: I think he lasted another five laps. I, know, I looked up
2: and I seen what the hell happened to him. I, <laughs> I told, told you, him back
3: there. It looked like a transformation from old Artie to new Artie. I could just <laughs> see him. <laughs>
1: I could just, I could just see him back there. Baby. I man, man, I can see Doodle Ferris back there rolling back there. And pissed, you know. Well, uh, you know, uh, uh, cut it you gotta cut me, Mick. Yeah, yeah you can cut it loose. And, uh, you know, I don't know. I don't know. That's a that bad duct
2: tape and bungee. I don't, know. This
0: yep. shit yep. I don't
1: know. And then, like, I can see Dude will be like, fuck, I'll cut the motherfucker. And he cuts and then drives off, dude. I can see that. Yeah, I went and talked to me.
0: He was like, everybody out there could have run me right over. <laughs> <laughs> what was I supposed to do? Like, yeah. I so, yeah, it was a bad night.
1: <laughs> this morning, they get Sorry, back Don. to the shop and. He they took a lot of photos of like what the damn it's. F- well, he
0: had a pile of sheet metal next oh to the God. next to the trailer. You took, could build another car. And then they took all of the sheet
2: he metal off ran over twice this year. Uh, Doug Griddle got a hold of him too. And <laughs> you know, maybe copper landing right there when he's sitting in the crossover. Oh, yeah. Well,
0: so hold on, and I love Doodle. Doodle's a friend. However, that was Doodle's fault. Yeah. Yeah, because he stopped there. Well, yeah, he,
2: to he was trying.
0: Legs. He was trying to bring a red, and I wouldn't. Have, I wouldn't have said that except he told me that he was like, I had a cut wheel. They wouldn't give me a red, so I parked it, and I will bet they give me a red. <laughs>
3: the bad part was they'd already sat there for a few laps. So yeah, even if you got a red, what was he do? Oh, that
0: reminds me. So there were two guys from Wisconsin sitting in front of us. Yeah, and oh uh, yeah, and they and it was like there was a there was a point in the race where there were three different wrecks on the track. And they're like, are they ever going to throw a red? I'm like, no, they're not going to. No. They're going to bunch everybody up and clean up the track, but and no then, one's going to stop rolling.
1: And then, so they were there Friday night too. And we didn't
0: get any reds last night at all, did we? Reds. Well, at
1: the, the was, end, at the, the end, there first, was like 30 seconds. Well, they, because that, that they had to freeze the clock. It was,
2: it was the end. Of, yeah, to stop the clock because they didn't want to. They, they didn't want, want to end yellow under yellow. caution. But that's right. the first time they've not had a red in a long time. I can't tell you last time we had a race without a red. Wow. I, I remember the drivers happy. meeting.
3: When they were talking about if there's a red, John Aldridge the whole time was just saying no reds, no reds,
2: yeah, there ain't no reds. Had to explain I, I to had to explain these guys from
1: Wisconsin to. a, a speedrome yellow.
2: Yeah, yeah, had to explain it. And That's where like, all yellow should be. Yeah, just I, keep every form of relationship. I agree. yellow rule. I agree. Yeah.
1: And and it's it's um and they're like, well, are they going to slow down? And I said, no, no, no. Here, uh, it means you go. But there's something on the track. You're on Watch your out. own, yeah. Like don't I think right? That's basically <laughs> right. what a speedometer hey, is Hey, remember, what it, what remember is that in...
0: insurance waiver you signed? That's what the yellows are for. So <laughs>
1: yeah.
3: you know, I it mainly means that there's something kind of spun out or out of place. there called, just... but normally it's not like smack dab sitting dead still in the right. middle of the track. It just but hey, that's it's the somewhere case. around yeah, there. Yeah, whenever it's real bad, it's gonna like it's almost unavoidable. Yeah. They throw a red real quick.
1: I mean, in the lower divisions, they'll throw a red pretty fast.
3: Yeah, um, it's like they trust our ability to, for some reason. Well, I mean, you're <laughs> <right>. <laughs> well, they, they trust them; they'll be all right. They know how to miss each other. Well, they it's fast, think, they're gonna kill each other. They we would go.
1: think that you know, with the skill that you've you've developed and. That you guys have these super expensive fucking cars. Right. You know, That's the part I don't respect very well. Well, like and the, when the cost of the cars, I don't doubt it. When you
0: explain this division to people, they say, "Well, there's just wrecks all the time." I'm like you have to understand, no. if you're prone to wrecks, you don't last in that division.
1: No, you don't, because yeah, it, it gets expensive really
0: quick. Guys get hurt. Yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, it, you know, I've, I've never seen you know the guys with the ability to miss the way that you guys do. It's it's, I it's
1: crazy. How. I don't even know how to explain yes, it. It's how. Bad. The, it's the, the pocket book is only so deep and the body can only take so much. Yeah. It's
3: worse is a time to fix it yeah. more than the money. Yeah. Like yeah. The money's bad because you never know how you're going to find that, but some stuff isn't all that expensive like cheap metal and tubing and well, it's just time. Like God, yeah. it just takes so much. And by water. the
2: time you work all day, then you have to go to the shop and put in another three, three, four, or four hours. hours. Exactly. Fuck. Just by doing and doing job. it
3: multiple nights back to back, yeah, to make it for the Jesus. next one, it gets irritating. Especially if you're in one of them scenarios where it keeps happening week to week. Yeah, It irritates you quick. That's why I end up running people off. <laughs> like not me. I'm saying that's what. <laughs> no, the, yeah, yeah, the score, Yeah, yeah,
1: dude. That's I don't know, man. I just I think that. There are red flags that deserve to be red flags. And then there are times when just throw the yellow.
3: I think there's times that they should have done the other, you know, both Mm -hmm. times. Times we should have had a red when they didn't. Times they shouldn't have thrown one and kept a yellow.
1: Yeah. I just, you know, I'm, I'm just glad that everybody mostly finished safely. Yeah, um and that nope. nobody. I mean,
0: all of the injuries were in the audience.
1: Oh yeah, dude. And I left. counted at least three. in the audience. So That's well before,
0: but yeah, four. well before, well because there was that fight right at the back gate, right at the end.
2: Is that the there was a fight? At... Yeah, I heard there was huh? a fight in the stand in in the pits. What are they upset about? Oh, oh I, I well, listen, listen, man. Listen, man. A lot of folks want you to win. Drinking alcohol. <laughs> You well, know. yeah, and
0: that's another thing, man. You can see, you can see a bunch of people zombied out at that point. You could tell they got there right when the gates opened. They, I shuffled well, back there at car.
2: nine o'clock this morning, already tailgating out in the parking lot like, again. Uh, this yeah. yesterday, yesterday, yeah,
0: yeah. Oh. yeah. I was
2: there. Yeah, <laughs> that's him. Guilty. Right? It's kind of cool because it kind of makes it seem like it's a big race, big, big yeah. deal, like, like the, like the dream 500. or the Indy five hundred or some kind of NASCAR race. They're yeah. all tailgating, and it's to me, I think it's cool as crap that they're that I people wish do we that more than one three hour a year. Yeah, well, that's cool. what they was trying to do with the uh, show. That sounds the, expensive. Uh, whatever the ninety-minute race. Yeah, what was they was trying to do with it, but it just didn't take didn't off. Much.
1: That's just that that just seems expensive, right? To do multiple three hours in one year.
3: Well, if you did that and got rid of some other ones, it would bounce yeah. out. If, if,
2: if the pay was there, people run part time all the time. Anyway. All right,
0: looks like we ended up with a tie.
3: That's
1: yeah. terrible, Dude, That's how they. I don't know right. they did that. In,
0: in yeah, years. they only do one overtime now.
3: That's time. ridiculous. That's just not fun.
0: Yeah, during the regular it's like season. That's your right.
1: sister. Ew. <laughs> always a treat. No, I'm just kidding.
3: <laughs> so,
0: you wanted to ask about. we? There's t- at least two things that we have to do. Dan's got something that he wants to talk to Ben about. Yeah. But we want to talk about the designs of the cars.
1: Oh, Yeah. Um, and he opened the door earlier, and I just didn't step through. So yeah. what is the difference? And this is going to probably make me look like well, Yes,
0: more. we apologize. We know we should and know you're this gonna stuff to like,
1: gonna, I'm going to ask the question, and you're going to be like, you're a fucking idiot. I can feel it already. <laughs> uh, so what is the difference between – oh, God, I, I feel so embarrassed – between uh, a T8 car, a car designed by Audi Moose, and a car designed by – Sean's well, so, nobody, ask
0: the, so so mention the, the nexus of the question because you sent the picture. Okay,
1: so I sent, so I sent a photo, um,
2: to you don't mind the chassis or the body. We don't know. Fuck, I don't. We know. don't know that. Oh,
1: <laughs> so, yeah. so, okay. so I sent a photo to your cousin of the car. And I was like, check this out, man. It's pretty cool. they like, yeah, that's an Audi. Like he said, oh, it's, a, it's an Audi moose body. And I was like, what the fuck?
2: Yeah, sure I thing, felt like but
1: I, just, I felt like I just slapped him in the face. Because I wasn't trying to piss him off. I, I don't think I made him mad. but so,
2: like It feels like every 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 like car builder has got like their own kind of touch. And it all sure. kind of somewhat looks the same. Especially when that guy's doing the body like Audi and third turn. They got... a. A uh, design that they kind of like and stay with. Okay, Bruce does his, does Mark's bodies, and Mark does his own bodies, but it's all kind of the same. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the same touch. They like, you know, they like this kind of curves. They use this curve on a lot of stuff, or angles this way, angles that way. Because everybody comes up with their own stuff, right? You know, and that's like with Ben, um and I guess I too, and even you know Jesse and Austin, like they have their own style. And since I've been around them for so long, like. I like a lot of the same stuff, like the same shape, same curve, same everything else, like sure. they do. So my car somewhat looks like something that they would have. Okay. Just because that, I was brought up in that that kind of style.
3: And well, that's just the body stuff. Yeah, that's just nice. the
2: body stuff. Yeah.
3: But they're way different everywhere else. So like. Ugh. I'm use your you can mind. grab yeah, it, go, please.
2: Now, West, don't, west don't shake it. Yeah, Then, boys, at, did you big. say that you
1: dropped yours at the banquet? Yeah, I feel bad
2: for Jim.
3: I got two of them. Yeah. I was holding one in each hand. One was for three-hour last year. Yeah, and for the uh, track championship, and I was doing this, and I was holding it fine. I come down off the stage, and all these people kept saying, uh, "Let me see them." So I was holding one up, holding the other, and somehow I dropped one. Yeah, and and uh, anyway. So the main, all the chassis is just all those bars that are in there that you can't sure. see underneath, but basically all the different stuff can be built so much different. You can locate the motor different. Really? You can make things narrower, wider. You can make the roll cage any way you want. You can locate the position of the driver where he sits further back or forward to change okay. the weight distribution where all that weight oh goes, God, Not your fuel cell higher, low Then like, so like, on our cars, they measure from the ground to the top of the spoiler. That's our rules for, like, how tall for our wings can be. Yeah. So, like, Audi, he rolls his decking, which is down in there where your fuel goes. He rolls it way down low, and then he can make a real big spoiler. So okay. that way uh, your spoiler's bigger but still the same height from the ground. So it might be double... Whereas my that's uncle Bruce and Mark just makes theirs flat all the way back, so the spoiler's almost half the size. So that's a whole other that's thing. just we a either, different style. We, like. we
2: always, oh, and Jason, I always talk. Is it better to have a longer spoiler, or and like laid back, that's or it. have a shorter spoiler stood up?
3: Yeah. So like, since you have a height rule, technically you could have a real huge spoiler if you laid it down less angle. You could go back a mile before it gets tall. Mm-hmm. So we. We were always like, would it be better to have a long spoiler with sure. less angle or a sure. short one with a real steep angle? Right. But then like the front of the cars, all these cars are always super long from the front of the front tire to the front bumper. Right. The front bumper is always super low. Bruce's are always short and high. And then the backs, all these quarter panels always uses solid wings, never makes Lexan wings. And the quarters are usually bigger and longer. And, all of his bumpers and rub rails bolt on. So that way anybody that knocks bumpers off for all these people that buy cars but don't really work on them, they just go pick them up bumpers and bolt them on. Yeah. And a lot of guys like it because it's convenient. They don't have to build bumpers all week and cut and go pick up tubing. Sure. Then like all the front end, the spindles that control the steering, Audi builds all his own, where Bruce built all his suspension around another one that he can order. So this – all these cars, a lot of the front end and the chassis, you have to buy from them. Mm-hmm. Whereas a lot of Bruce's stuff, once you get the chassis, you can just call and order it from online from uh, the parts warehouse. You don't have to wait on it to get fabricated or custom built, okay? So to speak. But there's so much different. They have cars with leaf springs on the back, cars cars that have coil springs and no leaf springs. There's different uh, bars back there that. What Jesse would call them contraptions. There's just there's so much stuff going on. Like, they're so different. The sway bars on the Audi cars are mounted real low and under the frame rails. Bruce's are on top. There's just a million different things. And like Sean Smith's the same way. There's all just little stuff yeah. that's different. But, like, the rake of the roof, like the cage like ours is basically flat but tall. Mm-hmm. Audi starts off low but angle up and then it's still short so the heads almost stick out sometimes. Also inside the car they uh they the cockpit Bruce makes his real fat guy friendly cuz he's had guys buying chassis at first that were complaining about no room so he made adjustments to where a, a bigger seat could fit. Sure. They also makes the uh, door bars go out wider from the driver so you have more elbow room not to mention safety which a further crush zone for that to come in whereas all these cars everyone feels a little more cramped the seats are tighter the foot box is smaller your feet are tight together uh braces are open big sure. and the dash bar right here that holds your steering column and all that there's a height difference there that makes it in and out harder because your legs and knees hit that There's just so many different things and aspects that that change everything. And some people tend to like one thing better than the other. But, like, one thing I'll say about the ones that my Uncle Bruce builds is they're they're the most, I guess you'd say, easy and comfortable to fit in and, and easy to work on and stuff. Like, they're just real sweet. I guess you'd say, economical. They just make sense when you look at them. All these cars are fast and yeah. stuff like that, but not everything about them seems easier, makes much sense all the time just because it's like, why would they do it like this? This just makes it harder and stuff. I, and then you ask Audie and he has some kind of theory behind why he does it that way.
1: I just got a lot of information and my brain just, <laughs> like it's trying, like it, it took most of it in, but holy fuck, well, I didn't realize, I didn't realize there was so much
3: there's difference. a lot. Oh, there's a whole oh, bunch. Yeah. That's just very... Well, that long description that I just give was still a very minute amount of what really is back underneath the cars going on. You'd really need to strip the body off and see, like, mine or Mark's car sitting next to Van Meter's or Mike Riddle's or something. This, that You'd just be like, well, dang, I, yeah, that's different. That's different. Like, even so the you'd be a- bars. Like, the foot bars on all these cars are flat and just have just flat bars, Bruce's curve out because that's supposed to be stronger and protect your feet and stuff better. Which one of my Uncle Bruce's worst injuries was his legs got crushed. Yeah. So now he has blood clots and stuff still from that Fuck. problem. So he's got one real big leg that and one sucks. small leg. A lot of that's still from racing. So he's a little more wow. particular about getting hit. And he got at uh, Showtime back in the 92, it was called uh, Sunshine Speedway. It's at Showtime. He got hit so bad there in 92 that he was knocked out with the throttle hung, and he was just doing donuts, just burning through the infield, and the dirt was flying everywhere. And eventually something broke where the motor was still, I think the drive shaft broke or something. So the car stopped doing donuts, but it was still sitting there going, Wow, just wide open. Oh my God. And like Jack Dossier, Mike St. John jumped out, ran, and shut the car off, and he was just out. Well they end up lifelining him out in a helicopter, and had to cut all the bars out with Fuck. the jaws of life and stuff, and, and he was out, he was out of commission for uh, a while. And then uh, so he's pretty particular at safety, whereas Audi yeah. has been a crew chief not hand not first hand in those sure. spots. So I think Audi has a tendency to make things lighter for speed versus safer for, for safety. Drivers. And, wow. And Uncle Bruce is trying to meet in the middle where he Tries to watch how much he does without making it too heavy, sure. and still be smartly safe wow. too at the same time. Uh, I don't know, but there that was pretty bad. But like Audi says, so like you're supposed to have door plate that protects your whole rib cage on. On uh, it's supposed to be certain thickness and stuff. Right. Well, Bruce always puts door plate in, and uh, Audi instead. He puts what's call a crush box. So, you know, mm-hmm. NASCAR has walls with the safer barrier. Right. He makes such a thing. It's like a piece of aluminum sheet metal like our bodies are made from that holds a bunch of the styrofoam in, like insulation that goes on the walls sure. of your house. But mm-hmm. it's like this thick. He just stacks it together in layers and makes a box there that's it's, it's hanging in the car. So if you get hit, you're supposed to hit that crush box. But uh, fortunately... We haven't seen many people take a door shot right there, so thank we haven't God. got to see
1: how well it really works. Yeah, but, uh, I think I think like the last big door shot or whatever I saw in the crossover was Doodle Ferris. Yeah, of when that helmet uh, came, when his helmet yeah. came off, yeah. that was yeah. bad.
0: His helmet and his glasses
1: can't see without his glasses. Yeah, yeah so Stop.
3: we haven't seen a true bad T-bone, thankfully. Yeah, in thank a while. God, man. A lot of times it's hitting the rear end or front to front or something like that, but I don't know how well that. <sighs> stuff will really end up working it might be real good I would prefer plates and the, the, the styrofoam both, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. that couldn't hurt but I wouldn't want to do the styrofoam because what if a car come in at an angle hooked the front of that box rip the box out of it and then just hit your empty door bars with no plate in them you'd be fucked yeah but Dude. There's just so much that goes into the differences. Guys that add, they like to add a certain brace here just for strength. Another guy that doesn't want to because he thinks it's just unnecessary weight. Right. Just, guys that like beefier bumpers and guys that don't it's just there's so much different but a lot of it all comes down to mounting locations of all your suspension okay which is all just front to rear up and down so your suspension can have longer control arms or shorter they could be mounted uh high or low on your chassis and that's where all the true speed comes from is mounting location
2: yeah. All the geometry and stuff. Oh, my
3: mm-hmm. God. That's why this stuff is so hard for people getting in the sport to oh. to get better because they have to understand, in a way, how all that kind of works. And, and a lot of guys don't take the time or effort to do that. There's a lot of Are there shit. any
0: of your older cars floating around out there that, that get bought up used? Or do you guys try and keep those within your well, little ecosystem? I don't know
3: where my one went. The one Rudolph, I told you that. Rudolph is, uh, what's his name? Manny Aguilar has a I thought.
2: No, uh Jeff Armor, oh, Armor did got he sell it. it? Oh, okay, I didn't know that.
3: So I thought Manny Aguilar last had my my last car. Uh, my other one that I had got cut up when me and Mark destroyed each other at Sportstrom. Yeah. Then Brandon White's got my one I just raffled off last year, and then the the one that I was talking about where I started off with that older car and got the new one and started running well. That one was from 05 to twenty thirteen. That one I sold to Jeff Armour and then he used it a little bit. And then it went to actually, I sold it to EJ Neat who runs the Mini Lake models. Sure, he bought it first, ran it for like a year. Him then, and his
1: brother run those, right? Him and yeah. is, is Nick his brother? Yeah, okay. And then they end up Noah, uh, Noah. I thought I thought Nick, I thought Nick was out Nick there. Too. Oh, okay, yeah.
3: I don't think Noah races, okay, just Nick, but anyway. It got sold from the guy I sold to. Now I've I've never seen at the track no more, so I don't know where it went. I don't know what they're doing with it. But I always wonder about it. But I've only had probably three or four cars the whole time, and Matt's (laughs) just on his second one. So,
0: how old is this current
3: car? When did you start running it? It was just new at the middle of the spring shootout last year. Okay. Okay, it was new.
1: So you're not gonna keep the the color and paint scheme that you have?
3: Probably not. It looks uh, dope, dude. Yeah, I like it, but I didn't plan to, but maybe I will, I don't know. My chassis really needs repainted. It's all, it looks like it's been sandblasted from rocks and all these tracks, and so mm. the powder coat job wasn't very good, so underneath it's all chipped up real bad. So I'd need to get it repainted, I thought about changing up colors and stuff, but I, I don't know.
1: You should I, go with a really uh, random color that no one would suspect, thought like, about, like a hot pink. That'd be pretty dope. I
3: thought about purple.
1: Really? Orange so
3: and primary, orange. Yeah.
1: Orange would be nice. Yeah, that'd be people would see you. Mm-hmm. If, if then you, I also
3: that then I always want to go back to my dad's old roots and just go back yellow, all bright yellow. Yeah, and keep some tradition going. But then at times I get I get tired of doing tradition. I just want to do my own thing. But why then I don't like Austin's uh, paint scheme this year with the yellow and
5: black. Yeah. Me of some of dad's old
2: cars. Yeah, that's why he warm. did it. When was it, 2010, nine? What? That paint scheme with the black with the paint down on it. Oh, that was
3: like mine from 06. Yeah, that's what
2: it was. Yeah. yeah.
3: I don't know. I think about going back yellow. But then chassis-wise, you want to go different colors, but they're also hard to maintain. It's yeah. hard to not want to do black because it's right. just so easy. Right. But everyone's doing it now. It gets boring. But my silver didn't hold up at all, so Yeah. I don't know if I'll do that again. It's hard to paint, too. <laughs> I don't doubt it they don't make good matching spray paint and I, with the black you can just go buy a, a can and use a brush <laughs> oh, you can use a brush though used to, I was used to a red chassis for years and we always had to spray paint it but once I went to black I started figuring out you can get away from all the overspray by using a little brush so like Matt and Jesse and Austin they are all black chassis they just got a bucket and some paint and just brush it on and it's super shiny and no overspray so it makes you want to go black but it's just kind of boring yeah <laughs>
1: Wow, I mean, I'm out of questions now. Like my brain is. Uh, I'm, <laughs> I'm sorry, man. You. No, you that's got awesome, you got me, you got me good. And I know we're not. We we're always know the conversation
0: with Ben. We don't have to do much talking just because it's. Uh,
1: and I love that. Well,
3: I just understand yeah. where your mind probably goes when I say certain things if you don't know or can't haven't seen what I'm yeah. talking about. Yeah. I know that I have to explain it. What will probably happen
1: is we'll be like, "Hey, can we can we just come and see it?" And then you can point it out to me and say, look, stupid, here's what I was talking Although, about. Although, I mean, you
0: remember the conversation I had with Ronnie Basham where he, where I felt like, so when I was in the pits at the Sportstrom? Yeah. And they were worried about car count for that race. And uh, I'm counting them as they come in. And I, I met uh, Ronnie. We we hung out the night before. Um, I forgot what race it was for, but it was when they did their minivan race. They did, the, yeah, the, the minivan, minivan and the buses.
1: Eight. It was what it was like in, in May.
0: And, uh, and again, I mixed up tunnies, and I, I saw him in the pits. It was like nine o'clock in the morning. I was like, "Hey, man, looks like there's thirteen cars already." He was like, "Really?" No, he was like, not. "I didn't see that many." I was like, "Well," I said, "Well, so and so is here," and I was like, "Ben's here," and and he was like, "Ben hasn't gotten here yet." And I was like, "Ben's right over there." He's like, "That's Jesse, buddy." <laughs> God <laughs> damn it. And I was huh. like, and I said, yeah, but I th- I'm counting twelve or thirteen cars, and he was like, where? So I start pointing them out, yeah. And there was a completely different division, but yeah. with outlaw bodies like, on them, those are the really difference.
1: Oh yeah, <laughs> I can't tell the difference. Yeah, they're
3: totally yeah. different. They're, they're like super long. The, they're like the street stocks or thunder cars at speed drum. They sound different too. On.
1: They sound way different because
3: they have to run stock exhaust with three inch diameter, and where you can have three and a half. Okay. So they they're skinny exhaust with exhaust manifolds, no headers. So they sound way different. Yeah. And is, their wow. bodies they run automatic transmissions too. Oh, okay. okay. Have to.
0: So speaking of other tracks, is it worth the time to race at Anderson?
3: Yeah, if you, if they put on a race that's worth having. Yeah. I wanted to but no, they won't do anything. I said it'd be cool if after three hour they talked about it enough in advance to have a, a race where we run we come and run a big show. And it's for all the Outlaw Figure 8 cars. We run a 50-lap oval and a 50-lap Figure 8 on the same night. Yeah. Dude. Yeah, like, I would love like that. I'd like 1000 to win the oval and mm-hmm. 2000 to, two to win the eight and run all same Speedrome rules where you don't have to change or do anything stupid to your cars and it's convenient. But I think a lot of people would love that, the my, drivers. My tools.
1: first year at the, at the Speedrome was the last year you guys did the ovals. Yeah. So it was like 2016, over Yeah, because yeah. I remember don't distinctly. No,
2: no more. Huh? I'm glad we don't run over. You anymore. didn't like the Why race? not? I don't know. It was a, well, it's a lot of work to do changeover. Uh, okay. Yeah, it's a lot of work. And I then, didn't even think about that. There's a lot that.
3: of stuff that goes into switching to From race oval. To oval to you,
2: did, you know, shock springs, gear, and all this stuff. And you'd you have, have to do
1: that if you did if you did two races, you'd have to do that in the same night. Yeah, yeah we used to do that multiple times for practice. the oval
2: and then run heat races, oval feature, then changeover for the figure eight. Fuck
1: yeah
3: they used to do that for years like that's how it was growing up they would run
2: through the 80s 90s that was every week
3: and it got worse and worse as people advanced more so they used to run They'd run, you'd get there, you'd get two oval practices, right. and then you'd qualify on the oval. And immediately after qualifying, you had to hurry up and change your car over to figure eight. They'd give you one figure eight practice. But just say that you were fast and qualifying and you had to run the trophy dash, which is right at the start of the beginning of the night. So you'd run qualifying, change your car to figure eight, run a little figure eight practice, come in, have to undo all that, put it back to oval just in time to run the trophy dash. Oh. And then you'd run an oval heat race. You'd sit and wait a little. You'd run your oval feature. Then you had to hurry, change your stuff over, and race your figure eight. And you only got that one little practice earlier in the night on figure wow. eight, and that was it. Yeah. And imagine all the back and forth, doing it well, that, twice then, a night.
2: Then you're using more tires, more fuel, and all that stuff. So it's hard to keep up with tires, hard to keep up with the fuel. You tear up your car. Tear up the, the car. for you're running for like 300 bucks on the oval. It just wasn't <laughs> worth it. <laughs> Holy fuck. So have I, I f-
0: think part of the problem that they have is there is – I don't think that the management between the tracks has any uh desire to work with each other. You yeah. know, I know that Kevin has had no problem with reaching out to other tracks and making sure that he doesn't step on their toes as far as big events, stuff like that. But from what we've heard um from several different people is that the the management at Anderson doesn't really like working with anybody yeah, else. There's, so, like. there's
1: yeah. uh there's a few people we've talked to who are yeah. not a not a fan. And I just I know that Anderson is, is like a lump of clay waiting to be molded. I agree. I think it and has so much potential. It has a lot of potential. It's one of the fastest uh, fastest fifth miles in the United States. I'll fucking say it. I don't give a shit. Um, they have a great series of races, and I really think that what they could do is they could benefit from somebody getting in there, buying it, revitalizing it, and mm-hmm. um, and then making... Fuck, they they, It just bums me out. Yeah. I'm excited yeah. their Ford division is growing, but that's it, man. Like yeah. that's that's really Well, all that's in all
0: honesty, if it wasn't for, and this is just my opinion, however, I think you'll agree with me, if it wasn't for Ben and the and the guys at Loyalty Racing, right? Ben your Limbaugh, cousin. And, it was your cousin. and the guys at Loyalty Racing, I don't think there would have been as much excitement for the Ford division yeah. as there was this season right, or Anderson. actually yeah. previous season, yeah. Yeah, cuz yeah, cuz I mean there was an incident and I think you guys know about this in the pits at the speedrome, And basically all the loyalty guys were like, fuck this. We'll just go run an Anderson. So they think they spent the entire season running they an did. Anderson. Um, they but did. they the came back is... this season and now Ben Limbach is also running the minis.
3: Yeah, that's that's crazy, though. I'm glad the Ford series is doing well. But the bad part is the, the couple of these tracks like sports Drum and Anderson. They're solely reliant on just Ford's. The weird yeah. thing is, is since they bring all this money in, as far as people, and don't have to pay them anything, they almost seem content with it. Like, well, yeah, as long as we got four, well, here's we're the okay. thing, but and and, seem like they, and yeah. I
1: could be talking out of out of turn, but Anderson has four big events a year, and from what I've gauged based on the rest of the year, those four big events. Pay for everything.
0: Yeah, Yeah. well, and we've been told that from the inside that if it wasn't for the little 500. The little five
1: and the red bud. Well, the little
0: five, they say, pays their tax bill every year, and it (laughs) always pays it late. And then, yes, and then the red bud pays all the rest of the bills.
1: Yeah. And then, so, the, then, then the two, the the two what we call bonanza nights, like the night of races. thrills. And they're stuff. fun yeah. nights. They're they're great. They're super fun. And Fourth of July and stuff. Yeah. yeah. And but but they're those are they sell out almost every single year. Yeah. On for that those events. Yeah. So right there, that's easily however much you know they're selling. But 15, I mean, it tells you something ticket. about
0: the quality of the product exactly. that we drive further to get to the speed drone, right? And we go to Anderson maybe yeah. once. I haven't been there. I in go. All this I go season. twice.
1: I go twice a year. Yeah. Night of thrills. That's it. Yeah. And Anderson's
3: a cool track, but it's just definitely
1: not utilized to what it could no. be. Yeah. It's it's fan friendly, not driver friendly. That's how I feel. Yeah. I could be wrong, but yeah. that's that's just how I feel. Yeah. So Um
0: we're so listen, we're coming up on the 2 hour mark. Oh um,
1: my god, are yeah. we really? Uh, I know, like they so got I would, something. So I want to, yeah,
0: and I want to knock out a couple of things. Everybody here has to work. First of all, let's talk about sponsors. Let's talk about sponsors. I want you guys to mention your sponsors, and you either you can choose, you can go first. Doesn't matter to me, but we always make sure we get a chance to talk about. We sponsors. have a
3: mutual sponsor. That we both have
4: picked of up this ones.
3: year is Polk Brothers Racing. Yeah. These are a group of like family brothers and guys that are. They live all throughout the country, like yeah. Baltimore to California, and they're like. Uh, super true fans of the sport and their dad, I guess, raced. And they have groups of different people and drivers that run all different forms of racing that they pick and choose to help. And for some reason – they reached out and, oh, wow. and have wanted That's to cool. help Matt and myself and Charlie Hargraves. I've been wanting to so interview Bob like for a second. That sounds like something we need to yeah, while well, we've always talked I, about I wanna, this. I want right. to interview Bob. We'll, we'll yeah. I'll yeah. reach out to Bob's him and see what's really going on. Bob's really nice. He yeah, came he to like three cool hour dude. and I actually just met him in person last night. That's fucking yeah. crazy, dude. I've only dude. dealt with him through Facebook messages. That's fucking oh, nice. crazy, dude. Which is kind of sad to say on my part, but he's been that cool and that nice, that easy to talk to and deal with. But
1: if he was living locally, that'd be way more sadder than if he was like, he lives in california right but it's not you like know? We're gonna so,
3: meet and hang out that easy right yeah but he's been super good help he actually came to me he and he started helping me first and then wanted to help other drivers and ask who i recommended and i told him matt or charlie i said matt preferably i think would really appreciate the help yeah but i don't know if it's health to let him race so i don't right. know if you sh- want to help him if he's not gonna be able to race but I know Charlie's been struggling with a lot of his mechanical issues this year and could probably use help with some engine stuff. Mm-hmm. So they ended up helping both of them. <laughs>
1: That's crazy. That dude. worked out.
3: That's awesome. That's everybody. fucking cool. Yeah. But then we got Vapor King's Indy. He's the guy that sells my shirt. Dave Sneed. He's he's always been support me since 2017. Mm-hmm. Got two vape shops in Indy. Uh, Chef at Snapple, I don't care. Pete owns Mark's car. He's helped me for a long time. And yeah, uh, Soapy weird. Joe's runs the uh, many late model series or sponsors they do detergent, that, don't they?
1: I don't know. like clothing detergent is that what they do? I don't know I tried to ask him one time
3: he said <laughs> it, he was gonna explain it to me one day, but I didn't get it either. I was like well, I thought well, they did I don't those big like
1: those big forty big jugs. you know the, yeah. the big like five five gallon buckets of I don't know I was gonna detergent. ask him
3: because I told him I was gonna try to help promote it, but I don't know what it exactly it is. <laughs> and, uh, Uh, The the Thompson House, the bar on Thompson Road on 31, and uh, Kentucky Clutch and Joe Williamson, Thunderstruck Performance. My Uncle Bruce built the T8 race cars that we can run and all kinds of people helping out, S&M painting and drywall. Uh, Kenny Mowing and Pro Touch uh, and uh, Brown's Oil Service sponsors some race fuel for this weekend. Uh, There's just endless people that contribute in multiple types of ways. I don't
1: know. So who... Is it? Is it? Um, who who owns Brown's Oil Service right now? Is it? It's, I think
3: it's a guy named Lee. Is a guy. Okay. Named, owned I want I'd, I'd like to have like, him on
1: and kind of ask him Jamie. what inspired him to.
0: You line up all the guests. I've lined up exactly one guest in my entire career. Plus and he's one, sitting right there. Plus one. Yeah, and he brought Matt. That's what's so, up. Yeah, that, yeah. <laughs> so yeah,
1: yeah. So I'd love to. I'd love to sit down and talk with him, just to have a conversation with him. What inspired him to do that? That's yeah. cool, man. Yeah. That's
3: I, cool. I, I hate sponsors. The whole late model series, and then we come to him to try to get fuel and just start a asking them to become a dealer to buy oil from them and stuff like that. Right. They worked out a sponsorship deal sometimes. That's and crazy. then aren't you your own kind of sponsor?
0: Isn't your, isn't your shop on your car as well?
3: Yeah, but it ain't make enough money to give me
1: nothing. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, terrible. it's
3: terrible. I need a sponsor for it.
1: Well, sometimes it's like, a, it's, it's a barter. Yeah. Yeah. It's a- yeah. <laughs> It costs me money Sometimes it's, it's a barter Between the shop And yourself So you know that, mm-hmm. That's how they do it
3: Alright
0: so Matt What about you
2: uh, I got a person I got to say uh, Sammy Breedlove I keep my car At his house He, uh-huh. he owns Jesse's car And Austin's car uh, he, he let me come in And he's been a great help uh, Helped me out through the year And helped, like I said Let me <clears throat> keep my car there and, and let me work out Of a shop And use up all that stuff uh, So him uh, Of course The Polk Brothers uh, James Edsel Last Chance uh, Tony, uh, Pete Shuffett as well. He helps me out. Uh, my cousin at Fifth Avenue, uh, Fifth Avenue yeah. Bar and Grill.
1: We met. I, is, is it Josh? Is Josh your cousin? Yeah.
2: yeah. He's yeah. the owner. He's cool. Yeah. Guy. He's
0: a really cool guy. Yeah. He's all He right. wanted to do more with us in the future. Yeah. We'll talk to him. We'll, yeah. we'll,
2: we'll, we'll reach out to him. He's all right. And then, uh, Joe Williamson, he builds a he builds a good motors. He does it for Ben. That's how I got hooked up with him for being with Ben for so long. Cool. Uh, you know, Bruce Tunney with the T8 race cars. Um, uh, SCH, um, heating and cooling. No. I'm getting there.
5: <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: no, uh, RJ. I think he's reading from a list. No, no, no. Yeah. Okay. Uh, RJ Norton, uh, Norton Trucking, him and Tina, uh, they've helped me out the last cool. couple of years. They've been really good. Uh, John Wilson, uh, he, he helped me out as well. Um, and then there's been uh, odd and end people has come up through the year and hand me a hundred bucks, 200 bucks for, hey, here's for fuel, here's for whatever. Uh, that list is you know, so long I can't even begin to explain it, uh, but those all those people who've helped me out has been tremendous, and I, could, I really I couldn't do it without any of their help. Uh, between the sponsors and people coming up and just offering some money here and there, and my guys uh, they come and help, and uh, it's hard to do with this stuff by yourself, and uh, especially financially and you know actually working on them. Uh, so I'm very thankful for anyone that's helped me.
1: Well, dude, before we go, Dan, did you have a you question? Have a, yeah.
5: Yeah, so uh, Ben, I grew up watching your dad. Yeah. And uh, he was my favorite driver every Saturday night going to pits after the race. He'd take a break from his cigarette long enough Mm. to autograph something for me. And I was going through some stuff in uh, my storage, and uh, I came across this hat.
3: Oh, 94. uh, Cool. (laughs) Immediately (laughs) knew the Mm. year.
5: That's what's up, dude. That's cool. uh, To give it back to the family. That's pretty neat. He's not with us anymore. Thank I just, you.
3: Uh, had it away, so. Yeah, ninety four or forty four. But see, after I was talking about his colors. See, I was thinking about going back. Red, I like that red chassis with yeah yellow. That my dad only was yellow because when he first started racing, someone sponsored him a bunch of caterpillar paint for free. Uh, <laughs> nice. <laughs> That's what's it, up. And then it just stuck because so many people said they loved how I could find his car because back then everyone was white because wow. they sold pre-painted white metal. But not in other colors. Yeah. So, so many guys were apt to use it so they didn't have to paint the cars. Yeah. And since they were tearing them up so much. Yeah. Wow. And then, wraps and stuff. yeah. yeah. So, they the would sell. Local. Yeah. There was only a few guys painting their cars, and the other ones were just buying white sheet metal mm-hmm. and using white, making it work. And he was using yellow. <laughs> the wraps have made it so much
1: easier, man. Mm hmm. So, that's me.
0: hilarious. I worked for Caterpillar for 12 years. That's funny. And uh, yeah, that's, that's great. It's a small it's, world, man. It's uh, Yeah, they actually own that color. You oh, can't yeah it's a it's a specific uh dye they actually it's called caterpillar yellow, that okay. yeah. was good, yeah, that was
3: originally used, then he ended up using having those to find
0: something close, yeah
3: that's
1: cool but I yeah, he's been wanting him.
0: to give you that for a while, yeah, he
3: always had to hand paint all those like not with the brush, but spray gun each piece, so you'd have to he'd buy the metal white cut it out, and make it all fit, and then I remember him tarping off the whole garage and painting it and it would be all foggy and smoky <laughs> and and same kill with the a few chastis. brain cells whatever it's yeah, fine not, you were young now you buy it it's already the color you're gonna use yeah. just cut yeah. it out and make put it on Dude. and they had to wait on a guy to come brush them paint the cars by hand yeah, let her her up. Did paintbrush. Mm-hmm. Didn't
1: use decals yet. So before before we go, there's one last thing that crossed my mind. Mm. Speaking of a small world, can we talk about how everyone at the speedrome is related to everyone oh else? Oh my god! At the fuck, it, it we, boggles so my we mind. we
0: learned a very horrible lesson. I very spoke quickly. to. I spoke to
1: a very. Well, um,
0: we would we. First of all, we're we're so new to this, we should have never done it. But anytime problem, we, we say something ourselves. negative. We'll get people that we were cool with forever. Oh, say, hey man, you know that's my cousin, right? I'm like, no, how the f- how Dude. would I know?
1: So then, then somebody, someone who is who I'm friends with, who has been at the track for a minute, and you could say that he's a heritage person, a person who's been out the there, legacy for a legacy guy, years, yeah, a legacy guy, uh, said to me, it's not a tree, like the the speedrome family tree isn't a tree, it's a bush, yeah, and it's kind of everywhere. So
2: everybody's intertwined somehow, somewhere.
3: Yeah, it's r-
1: you can imagine how it worked
3: that way when you're at the same place with the same people yep. every week for yep. mill- Fuck, millions that of years. that makes sense. I didn't then even think bound about to that form shit. relationships, yeah. and babies are bound to happen. So then, yeah, you, then that's how the tree. C- well, c- it's just
0: come. like while well, I was joking with with uh, Mike Hadley. Makes it me was, wonder how many babies he were got, conceived when, this <laughs> <laughs> when 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 Mike got married. It just happened oh, to yeah. coincide with the fact that his kind of managing side of his career was taken off. So he yeah. wasn't racing very much. Mm-hmm. So I made the joke that part of the prenup was he was only allowed to race against the Tunney three or four times a year. And that's why you didn't see him anymore. <laughs> so we went, when we had him on, we we, we yeah we, gave just, him some yeah. a little bit of shit. Yeah, and, you, you know, you want these kind of fake rivalries. And I guess coming from the outside in, right. that's what we were looking for to find out. No, it's just one big giant Dude, family.
1: The thing is, man, is that there's so much hate and bullshit. Oh God, here I go. That that people that people give certain yeah. you are gonna have to cut me off. Certain <laughs> so, drivers because so of the last them. name the, the last name they have. You see this shit all the time, Ben. Matt, yeah. you might get a little bit too. Um oh yeah yeah from
0: the stands. We the, changed the oh, where dude. we we changed where we sat. Yeah. Do they listen?
1: You know what? I'm gonna say it so, anyway. So no no so so yesterday um, I kind of poked the bear a little bit So uh-huh. I was like And I forget who it was I said something And she came on my page And started talking The same talking, person? Yes okay. And started talking shit And so I intentionally Yeah Tagged Mark and Ben yeah. I was like oh my god She's being so mean Trying to not you know Yeah And then, I know who you're talking about and then yeah. yeah and then and then and then Mark says stay classy and then <laughs> she goes she goes uh you're not so bad it's just Ben frankly That's and then and Ben's then one say, of go. the
0: nicest guys you could ever meet
1: And then here's listen I'm, I'm fucking, I don't even give a shit No 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 no, 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 don't. no don't don't no, don't no. Josh don't do listen, it Listen listen I'm not going to say who it is no name But are being let me dropped. let
0: me tell the story though We yeah. used to <laughs> sit in one spot and we loved sitting in that sure spot Sure did And then um and I don't know why I asked if she listened because that's how I met her because you knew her mm-hmm. and you got bang- her. By the
1: way, her fiance, super cool, yeah, very dude. cool I guy,
0: used to drive um, street socks. Yeah, um, you got taken out in a race, and I don't remember what it was for, but it was it was a clean race, but it was a bad hit. Like, yeah. oh shit, I hope Ben's okay.
1: I think it was. I think she it was, was cheering. It was White that hit him. Was Qu- I think it was Quentin uh, White that hit him. And
0: was like ch- like chanting, trying to get a crowd chant going, take out a tonny. Uh, like, what I'm the like, fuck kind well, of bullshit is that? That's like really negative.
3: <laughs> yeah, I and mean, then if you meet her and she'll laugh about it, like, it's all, I'm uh, yeah. That's me. Yeah, yeah, but I'm the guy like in the car. <laughs> he will be like, I don't like you guys. I'm like, well, why? And she just, I
5: don't know. Uh, that's
1: the thing.
0: Because so you win. Know. It's like shitting on the Yankees because they I went,
1: win. I went off on her. I told her to be nice. And I, I said, I mean. you need to meet them before you start. This but shit. eventually
0: we stopped sitting there just because.
1: And, um, and then I basically, I just straight up called her out and I said, this shit needs to stop. Yeah. Um, and I I hit my, the... And then I was honest with her. I said, uh, I'm sick, uh, sick of all of it. And I hit my point of sick of it when you said it was cool for people to dirty drive against them. Oh. What kind of high school horse shit is I've, that?
0: Yeah, I forgot about that. Anyway, so but anyway,
1: people, people we should have went yeah, down. They don't understand. Hole. They don't understand Yeah, what the fuck they've done. I'm not yeah. trying to gargle your balls. I'm just being honest. <laughs> gargle. <Okay>.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, so. what we brought up when we changed seats oh my God. and Ben, the first time we had you on, I mentioned this. People oh. don't understand what they do for other drivers. They're,
1: they, they want the car. Never yep. mind. Nope. Yep.
0: yep. He drove an hour today, about an hour today. Right. Probably 35 minutes. Okay, that's not bad. Roughly. Yeah, well, he drives a drive fast. But knowing that we don't have a huge audience, but it's good for the sport. It's
3: fucking awesome. Well, the other day, we traded out work to help Steve Frost because he fixed my AC at my business shop. Yeah. And then he said, well, I'll take off some labor if you come help me with my car when I test Monday. Fucking so awesome. I went and helped him on Labor Day when yeah. everybody's off work and went and tried to help him a little bit. And then. He told me he went and done everything I said and came back, and he was thanking me so much for how much I helped him and stuff like that. Yeah. And Craig Van Wettering, he was struggling to make it in the show, and I he brought over his shock paperwork, and I was showing him how to read them and adjust the shocks. And then he That's cool, qualified, man. and he still wasn't quite in the show. So I walked over to him like literally before the cutoff time. And told him what not to do on his lap and what to change and do different. And they went out and moved up to sixth, so he made the race. That's and they were all like, up. all hugging me and thanking me. I oh, thank you so much. Whatever you did, it worked or something. Dude, yeah. It's, I felt bad for whoever he knocked out, but I felt good that I helped. A I don't guy even like know who that. he knocked out. I don't remember either. But it's
1: probably someone who Doug, hates you now. Was it, yeah, probably, was it Doug?
3: Maybe. But Doug, I think, was knocked out by one or two
1: people, not just yeah. one. So. You want to you want to put a button on this one?
0: Yeah, I th- listen, is there anything else you guys want to cover? I'm still blown away that you guys came. I really appreciate it, especially yeah, seriously. The, the day after the race. Oh,
3: my God. Yeah, I'm wore out. I, I just looking at last night, uh, all the thing, I just wish they could fix the yellow flag stuff. Yeah, that, just, that, that was so irritating to deal with this. How are we going to run a 50-lapper that pays a 1000 to win and they line us up just right? Yeah. they we be running for 20000 and your position on the track doesn't matter anymore. Right. And they've, said it, they've seen it, said it heard us complain, see them cheat for every year for so many years, and nothing's being done they to change. They say they're going so. to fix it. It's not going to happen this yeah, year. Yeah, so last time in the driver's meeting, Not it wasn't yesterday, but like I think the year before, I said, you guys always say you're going to black flag them every year. You say you're not going to allow us to do that, but yet they, you never do anything. Right. And he's like, well, we're going to now. I was like, That's what Jonathan Bird says." Okay. That was last year, I think. And then this year, I didn't even say anything, but I could tell – they weren't doing nothing, but yeah. I know that if I tried to pass like everyone was under yellow, I'd probably get penalized somehow. Well, I always get the example made out of me. <laughs>
1: Man, listen. Let's not go there. Let's not, not go there. You've you've been through you've been through. <laughs> Although some I shit would say you season. know one of the
0: things I think you said to me, or maybe I heard you say it to somebody else. You don't mind being made an example of as long as after that they start enforcing the rule. But I also believe that there was some concern that. They didn't start enforcing the rule. Right. Yeah. Maybe, but I don't and we're know. Not, we're not saying We're not going to go down that rabbit hole, because though.
1: Because that is an off Especially my because,
0: <laughs> you know, listen, we know for a fact that management doesn't listen to the show. Um, but I would hate for the first time they listen would with, be this episode. Yeah, for us talking, you know, bad about our, it. You know, our we've bullshit. tried several times to engage them, and they've so. always been very, very polite. But they're just not interested. They're just not interested.
1: So, um, yeah, but Kevin
0: think. is not a guy that goes and talks to a ton no, of people.
1: Yeah, I'd love to have mm. him on eventually. Whenever <laughs> we he's invited ready. Scott
0: on, and Scott, Scott, and I, Scott passed. We've had Tori on a bunch of times. We've had Scottie Keen on a bunch of times. Yeah. We, we still haven't talked to Jonathan Bird.
2: I, I who I, think I bet
0: would probably come. He on. He
2: would probably do for it. Anything we've said is something we've talked to him okay perfect sure good sure yeah I haven't shied away from that
1: i figured you I mean you guys are both pretty vocal so i'm not i'm not concerned about any of that stuff there's some things i'm going to go back and have to bleep out because of things i've said because when was, this is going to air
3: mark will just say that we need receivers because he's all he's already got one he's all for it but for some reason, the sound thing and all that don't bother him, but I can't get him to stay yeah. in my ears and all that. But like I said, imagine reading through 30 cars every re- yellow turn. Fuck, to line that'd us be up. stupid. I would almost rather yeah. just stop us with the clock and just line us up. And But instead of trying to make us all go on that grid where we line up, there's literally, when the pace car catches us and all stops us, they just stop there with the stop clock, the... The clock stopped, and then literally just have official go, You next, you next, and get find each driver yeah. and do it. But obviously, there's not that many cautions sometimes. Some of them that they maybe if they knew they had to do all that, they would be more negligent to throw a caution, yeah, right? Unless it right. was really yeah. necessary. But I don't know. This the way they lined us up last night it just felt really unfair. Yeah, it's, not just it's for me, crap, but for there's everybody. so many
2: people just passing. They didn't. They nothing got stopped. I was. I try to pull up to the gate and try to put, tell them like whatever number, get them these passing sure. people. And it's like just go, just go.
3: Yeah, there's people on the board in the lead that never passed me. I'm like, I was in front of them. Now they're saying they're in the lead. And I'm, <laughs> not like how? When did they pass me? I was laughing. Yeah. So I just get irritated about that kind of stuff. But uh, I just. I also wish, I, if other drivers listen, I want to start a drivers like a union or committee where we all have a group that we talk about things mm-hmm. that we want to make better. So, like, would
1: you say maybe something like like sanctioning? Maybe
3: I don't know how you do that. I, ha- I hated,
1: that. I hated to use that word. But basically, this Kevin, is for
3: sure going to be the first fucking Kevin episode they listen said, to now. <laughs> you know, Kevin has the late model figure eight cars under a monopoly, whether he means to or not. Right. So this, I've been talking about like this And I'm not trying years. to talk crap about the speed jump sure. on Kevin, but sure. this is the fact is that we are stuck by doing whatever he deems that he wants to happen. Right. If he has a race, he has it. If he doesn't have a race, we don't have one. Whatever he pays, that's what we got to deal with. Yeah. But since we have the power of knowing that we, we're we the only cars if we had a union that we could all sign like a contract that when we vote on stuff we have to follow through it or you, you could face some kind of penalty we could all agree on something that we want to present to kevin as like we need this to change or that then this, the, the consequence same. will be we're not showing up till it happens
2: well it's the same with like dirt cars or Dirk or World of Outlaws, or USAC, all that stuff. They're all, they have the sanctioning body, and they go do all these other tracks. They're the show. They run the show. It's not the track running the show. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'd rather
3: it kind of be like that so we're not so stuck running one place and can't go nowhere because there's no schedule openings for that unless he deems that he'll let you open one. So basically, Interesting. we could run Anderson, uh Sportstrom and all these tracks with more cars and travel in Painesville, maybe more than once. If there was openings, but when these tracks see that we're scheduled every week throughout the year and that we're only five minutes from there, cause like I said about our location earlier, we're all fifteen minutes from the track. Mm-hmm. If there's a race at Speedrome, but there's a race in Anderson, people are still gonna go speedrome. Yeah. So unless Kevin was open to working with all these schedules. We're never gonna be able to go anywhere but speed drum. And we're just stuck until right. winter and spring when there's Florida and California yeah. because speed drum season is over.
1: Well I notice I also noticed that there were a couple of off times during um, during the speedrome season, and it was coincidentally when you guys were racing elsewhere.
3: Yeah, that's the Sports only time
1: Sports and uh, Paynesville. Paynesville. Yeah, yeah, that was
3: because they worked an agreement for that one race and they made them both World Figure Eight Tour races. So right. they still oh, had something okay. to do with speedrome. Yeah. Room. yeah. So it wasn't yeah. nothing separate. Yeah. On top of that, they let speedrome pick the purse and pay out, like, oh, you know, you only need to pay them this much, thus they come. And like sports drum used to pay really well. Now they pay less because Kevin's got them in their heads that all oh, payout doesn't matter. You pay them five thousand, two thousand, the same amount's gonna come. Dude. So then it hurts the guys that actually do come. Yeah, it's irritating. But a lot of drivers complain about payout, but they don't do nothing to change it. So we know. He said, and we know that the late models bring the show most of the time, unless it's like a school bus night. Right. Like, if there's no late models, the stands are pretty light every yeah. time. So imagine if we went with them, like, realistically, not crazy stuff, like, we want this to change. We deserve X amount of payout on right. these races. We want this many laps, or we want this rule to happen. And then if he says, oh, well, screw it. No, you guys ain't getting that. Then we just all say, okay, fine, and we don't come. Next thing you know, there's two cars there, and both of them and then they call us and they say,
1: God oh, damn it, Ben.
3: Well, they'll be the only ones that go. And then they call us and say, hey, where are you guys at? When are you going to come? And they're like, well, we told you we want this pay. I bet you they change it. Or they just want no more figure eight. <laughs> oh, but nobody will do it. I don't know where to go like, with that. <laughs> Riddle won't do it. He'll just say, I'm happy
1: to be a speed drum. He Open the door for me to make a joke that I don't want to I'm not, not going to do it. I'm not going to do it.
3: Riddle will just say, I don't care who comes. I can't help who shows up. Uh, as long as i'm there that's all i can control yeah uh, yeah that's true one but, thing i
2: thought about too i just not thought about about last night the, the truck the tow truck drivers were slower and shit yeah, and yes they I were had, when
3: i had the flat the so, one was in front of me in the pits and wouldn't move so, like go, oh,
2: go and i was revving the motor i don't, I don't, know, who the, the truck I don't know who was driving i don't know who's driving it but the the guy that was unhooking me i swear to you he moseyed up with the truck parked he got out just I like motioned him. Come on, come on, come on, come, no come on, come on. No sense of urgency. He had no sense of urgency. I kept revving my motor up to him. Come on, let's go. They he just realized how much it affects me. you. Yeah, yeah, he stopped and just looked at me like this. I was like, come on, dude. I'm, I'm hooked. I'm, I'm losing raps. Let's Unhook go. Me. Let's go. They let's go. don't care. They just think you're wrecked. No. You're done. Yeah, they, they, uh, they unhooked me and whatever. Then they go and Jack was Swinford's car, trying to get unhooked. And I was like, all right, put me down. Come on, let's go. Yeah. And he just mowsing along wow. and then he's unhooking it. i didn't he, he didn't have the he didn't have the uh, He just unhooked it i seen the unhook and i just pulled back up he's <laughs> got his hands on the fucking thing <laughs> boy i gotta go we ain't got time to fuck around yeah Well, yeah. yeah. but and i just noticed it too Is like the tow truck drivers didn't get no sense of urgency and not just my deal but in other deals they're like just yeah. come on yeah. speed it up that
3: took forever with Donnie murphy's yeah yeah
2: for whatever his
3: yeah album was they took yeah. a long
0: time with doodle too yeah, yeah, yeah. There Listen, was No, Dude yeah, <laughs> no, yeah. only got towed off once. How I
1: have no idea. <laughs> looking like a looking like a dirt car by the time he came yeah. back. Dude. So, yeah, so um, well, like well, we, we need to cut these guys loose yeah. so they can go and be
3: about their day and. Yeah. I so. just get fired up. I like to rant. Yeah. Then everybody calls me a crybaby and wants to bar me. And I get well, <laughs> they like listen, to man, you'll always have a microphone right here. You're always welcome to come here and, and, and talk racing, hey, You got though. freedom of speech, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I got freedom to piss everyone off. That's right. Like, but yeah. they get upset. But I just see things that just, I wish could be better, and I feel like no one else cares, and they all feel the same as me, yeah. but they won't say it
1: because they don't want no one mad at it. I was going to say, yeah. would you say they might be a little bit like, scared, do you think, to say? Kinda. Kinda. I'm not trying to say anybody's like a like a bitch or anything like that. I just, you know... They I just don't think they don't,
3: they don't want the negative attention. They don't like, well, then, if I go to get my car fixed at third turn and Kevin won't fix it now. See, he owns the owns track place that fixes the cars that sells okay. the cars. There's another sense of monopolization. So he got the track. He got the place that builds the cars that mm-hmm. goes to the track. So then if you wreck your car, but the guy that owns it don't like you, you don't have to fix it if you don't want. So, they Ben, the next question the I have
1: is how long is it going to be before you oh, or God. someone else in your family, let's you know what? Fuck it, let's make soldiers go crazy. I know what you're going to say. Crazy. Yeah. When? When? You, yeah, I think you know where I'm going with this. Yeah. When are you going to buy that fucking track? Yeah. Right. How am I going to
2: do that? <laughs> <I> mean, my <laughs> <counselor can> barely <laughs> he can barely afford a cheeseburger later alone. <laughs> that's right. People think he can't Tony's... afford to eat at the track. No, no that's that, that's not no, what I mean. What I mean
1: is that I want like, to, like a... I mean, at, at some point, I think that someone in the Tunney family it might not be. You might be somebody else. You guys might come together. I don't, I don't think
3: know. any of us got the money to get that.
1: I don't. That's that's not the angle I'm going for. They put all their money
3: into the car. Cars.
1: That's true, but that's not the angle that I'm going for. What I'm saying is that I think it's going to happen. It'll happen maybe in 20, you think, 30 years. You think either
0: a driver or drivers should own the track? Yes, I think that would be a disaster. And I,
1: I, don't okay. because I so. because here's here's why. Because if a driver owns the track, and mm-hmm. that's why I think Kevin is doing such a great job. Uh-huh. Because before Kevin, they had a bunch of owners, um, save for I think John Styles did a good job. Yeah, save for John Styles that were not drivers. Yeah, and Kevin is a Former driver, isn't he? No? no I thought no, he was. Kevin, was. No, former, no Kevin former, didn't okay. Form. So, but in the last five, six years since it's been owned by Kevin, I think it's been...
2: It's because he has passion for it. Same thing as yep. John Styles. He had passion for right. it. Right. Cohen's... Kind of did. Kind of did, but... The, they didn't have the same passion as styles or, or Kevin didn't these last owners before I mean between Cohen's and Kevin, right? They were just pieces of shit. Really, they didn't give a care they didn't give a care Yeah, I've them. never
0: heard anyone tell any stories about them whatsoever. They're How long were, they did they own the ran, track? They
2: were never like around, they were terrible. Years. They ran okay. the
1: track. Were they the were they ground. the ones that were like the fast food guys? Yeah. yeah, they owned the hot box pizza places. And the Buffalo uh, Wild Buffalo Wings. Wild oh,
3: Wings. They came and bought the track from the Cohen's in like two thousand fourteen. Yeah. And they were like IndyCar the guy they had run the track was Larry Curry, who was passed away I guess but he was an IndyCar type guy and open wheels so he was all mm-hmm. about getting midgets back at the track and all yeah. that and he was all about the oval and stuff he didn't understand figure 8 but I remember him specifically
5: were two of the most miserable
3: ones were they? they I had friend.
5: so many red flags and yeah they did they it was like 5 go hours go for 3 he hours people get into an accident and then he'd be like you're off the track <laughs> and would um
3: like if yeah, he I can't, if can't he remember who it was
1: costumes, just, just kick him off yeah your mic was down the whole time. Your mic Dan. was down
0: the whole time. Not your fault. It's not your fault. We tested everything and then forgot. However. You're sitting next to the board. You tested everything.
1: Let's just end the show.
5: Yeah.
0: But the good news is you didn't really. My mic picked let's you do, up. Let's it do this. Dead. Not
5: worried about it.
1: We're going to. We don't have to do a big. Unless you guys want to do the outro. But I nah, think. Yeah. You just, and I can do it. You and me. For yeah. crossover, I'm Josh. I'm
0: Mikey. Be good. Or be good at it. Bye bye. Thanks, guys. Bye.